That's good. Sorry about that. That's all right. All good. All good. <laughs> Just something that I try to keep in mind as well. Yep. But uh, yeah, so you heard about Hoist Christie through a friend. Yep. You're saying. Yep. And, and then they started showing you tapes or some shit. Yeah, and you're that's like, right. Yeah, he said you got to see this thing called the Ultimate Fighter, man. Yeah. You got to check this thing out. Okay. Oh well, no problem. Yeah. You know? Unbelievable, and, right? <laughs> when I see now, it's like, okay, I'm hooked. You know what I mean? What's the closest thing that you saw to it leading up to that though? Like boxing? Yeah, I would say boxing, kickboxing. You know what I mean? We yeah. did that when we were kids. You know, yeah. in competitions with my parents and stuff like that. You know? Yeah. Really, really young then. And then once my dad left, that was it. Everything was done. Eh? Yeah. You know what I mean? But yeah, we did that stuff when we were kids. But that's how you re- learned about anything. And here was always karate, taekwondo. Yeah. You know, it was the biggest thing. Taekwondo and karate are like the, the biggest, biggest schools. Thing. Even if you like just drive around any community, you'll see karate schools yeah. more than you'll see a yeah. boxing gym or yeah. even like anything else, yeah. right? Not many wrestling. No. Um, jiu-jitsu here and there it's There's, coming up now big yeah Jiu-jitsu like a lot bigger now but the canadian scene is killing it like yeah. ergus who i had in a, a couple of years ago he just won gold at the ibjjfs last year and he's training out at grand MMA. but he's like yo most of the competition is like canadian kids now yeah. like they're making it to the top i'm like damn like it'd be great if we could take that like distinguished oh, like man, quality amazing, right <laughs> yeah. could you imagine thinking yeah. about a canadian be like yo they are bjj killers that would be great <laughs> that would be an awesome thing to like yeah. actually have our guys uh represented as um, but we, we talked about some of the regional fighters and stuff too. And you were like privy to these guys. Like, you know, you know, the TJ Laramie's, you know, yeah, you know the Josh Hill, well, Josh is obviously a little bit more famous cause he was on the ultimate fighter. But, um, yeah, that, like you seem to have your, your finger to the ground in terms of like, well, just, know what's I, going on. I wouldn't say totally to the ground, but I, yeah. I, I know who these guys are when you say the name, you know yeah. what I mean? You know, I know who they are because I follow the, the MMA scene. I have been for years, you know what I mean? For yeah. 20 something years now. Right. Yeah. So, yeah. And plus, you know what I mean? Like I say, doing martial arts, I know uh, the Jocelyn family, you know what I mean? Shout out Jeff Jocelyn. That's one I mean? of the Canadian pioneers, easily. Easily, you know what I mean? And yeah. I thought he was going to do good in uh, USC, you know, unfortunately he didn't. But neither did uh, David the Crow Loazzo either. Yeah, you know what dude, I mean? David Loazzo is another uh, mid. Uh, but, Those elbows, man. Oh, he's a, He was a really, really good fighter, too. Uh, who's the guy that I'm thinking about from Mississauga? Um, the Prince, the something Prince. Oh, man. <sighs> Claude Patrick. Patrick, yeah. Claude yeah, Patrick. Yeah. That's another beast from yeah. the local scene, right? Yep. Like, it's it's unfortunate that they never really got to the GSP standard of things, but, like, when you think about Canadian MMA, he's one of them. Even Jordan Mean, which is such a trip, because did you notice how many fights he had once he was, like, 21 I or 22? I didn't notice that until... until you, somebody mentioned it <laughs> yeah. to me. Was it you mentioning it? I might have been, dude. I'm going to see if I can pull up what his record was, but he had, like, 20 or 30-something fights. Okay, first of all, he's 30 years old, so he was born in 89, and let's see, by the time he was 20, he had 20 fights. My God, man, that's <laughs> unbelievable. That's like BJ Penn back in the day. You know just what I mean? Super young, just racking up fights quick, quick, quick. Yeah, yeah. And no real like pushovers either. His first ever fight, Rory McDonald. <laughs> I'm, I wouldn't even be surprised mm. if they like uh, debuted against each other. June of 26, 2006. That's you know insane. Who else? It was on The Ultimate Fighter. Was, uh, what was his name from BC, man? Um, oh, Brad Katona? No. No, no. Just, I'm going back a few years Okay, now. okay, okay, okay. Mike Ricci? No. He, Dang it, no, I lost it, man. Damn, it. you'll get it back. You'll get it back. <laughs> he's even fought Woodley and everybody. Like, he's fought everybody. Look, he's all yeah. the names that he's fought. You know what I mean? Insane, like, right? Like, even once, yeah, that was in Strike Force right, when he fought Woodley as well, too. And he lost a split back then. Right. But the Not names, bad. you know what I mean? Like, Zoromskis, dude. Do you remember Maria Zoromskis? I don't think so. He like he was a killer on like the Dream and Sengoku scene, which was like the modern day Risen. Show me his picture again. Right here. He had this like, 
he fought Nick Diaz in Strike Force as well too. But like coming into that, he was thirteen and three. He was the dream champion, but he beat like all Jason High is a recognizable name. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and then he comes into Strike Force as like this high acclaimed guy, uh, and then Nick Diaz knocks him out. That's when Nick Diaz was at the top of his game in Strike Force yeah, as well too. Yeah, yeah. Then Zaramskis loses to Cyborg Santos. Uh, then he came to Mississauga. He fought Jordan Mee in Mississauga. Oh, okay. that was the first event I ever worked. Fight. Back in yeah, dude, that was a dirty that fight. That, that was, was a dirty a fight. fight. That was a sick fucking fight. Yeah, because just due to the the, the power of Zaramskis, I was coming into that fight too. I was like, "Yo, this guy's a killer on the European scene." Now he's coming over to America, and then Nick Diaz is like, "What? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> I'll fucking yeah. take you out." <laughs> uh, and then the, yeah, the, dude, the Jordan Mean fight was phenomenal. I was a cage crew for that event. Zaramskis against Jordan Mean and at the Hershey Center at the time. Yeah. I don't even know what they call it now. They changed the name of I it. I know, they changed it again, too. Even Powerade Center, they changed the name of that, too. Oh, did they? Yeah. I was the other day. <laughs> I was like, what really? the fuck? Yeah. There are always, the just like yeah. the Sky Dome is the Sky Dome. And yeah. Uh, yeah. What, what was it? The uh, ACC will always be the ACC. Right. It's always ACC. Yeah. Anyway, says it, right? Uh, one thing I actually wanted to crack into is how you got onto the social media scene. My kid. He just... Like, was he on it? And then... Yeah, my kid was on, you know, he goes, oh, you would love Twitter. Interesting. I was, I'm tired of the Facebook crap. I mean, like, I'm going back a few years now, right? Yeah, I've yeah. been on Twitter probably three years now, I guess. Yeah. Two, two years, maybe three years, something like that. Um, but MMA Twitter for just over a year now. And are you liking it in comparison to just regular Twitter? Oh, yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? There's no other With comparison. as balls deep as you are into MMA, I completely understand. You like, know what I mean? It's, it's the only way to be, right? Yeah. You know what I mean? If you're going to go, if I'm going to go for it, I'm going all in. Yeah, you know go what balls mean? deep. Dope. Doesn't matter. Sex. Doesn't matter what it is, man. I'm balls <laughs> going deep in. no matter what it is. I'm telling you, 100%. I fucking love it. I love it. You know? Dude, like you are the few guys that are like up at 4 a.m. or wherever the fuck it is to watch like a 1FC prelim. Don't matter. Yeah, I mean, that's what I respect about you so much. I'm, I'm, I need to sleep at that time. <laughs> but when I'm at work, like I'll pull that up as like yeah, on the side because yeah. it's on at like 7 a.m., 7.30 yeah, a.m. Yeah. It's still on, right? So I'll watch like the main card there. But man, like there's the LFAs, like you're all into that love stuff it. too, which is great. Love it. I love seeing the fighters that make it just before the UFC. Yes. You know what I mean, like you, that's you, what I want to see, right? The up and comers. Donnie's another good guy who does all that too. Uh, Donnie Rocket. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Shout out Donnie Rocket. Me great. and him are pretty cool too. Great guy. Yeah, yeah. He watches all the YouTube videos too, so you'll probably see this for yeah. sure. Um, but yeah, I love following those guys because, especially for me as like the gambler, like when these guys come into the UFC, odds makers might be overlooking them because they don't right. really know about them. Yeah. And then you can cast like a good underdog in that aspect too. That's right. just one way of think thinking about it. But like to be that guy to be like, yo, look out for this guy. Like look out for Charles Jordan. Remember, right. he just knocked yeah. out Duho Choi, yeah. Yeah. kid from Montreal, yeah, very good. Yeah. I used to follow that kid since amateur days. Like really? I, when I used to take the amateur MMA team from Grand MMA to Montreal, we would fight these guys and yeah. we would see them. Like there's like maybe eight to ten fights every night. It was like in those like le Legion halls. Yeah, yeah, I know. What yeah, about. like on a native reserve though in Montreal. <laughs> yeah, but like the fights were great. Like it was a great production. People got in for twenty bucks, uh, drink all whatever the fuck you want, uh, and eight fights. It was a great little setup. Six Nations. Has some BJJ tournaments once in a while. I'm not surprised. Like you know? it's 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 good. Even amateur MMA in Ontario is starting to yep. slowly pick up, which is good. When I was in the game, like it was just very scarce, dude. Yep. There was like yep. one or two shows around at yep. the time. Yep. But uh BTC and PFC, they're doing great things too. So I'm very excited that we have talent that we can actually see at home. Exactly, do the shit. Yeah. TJ Laramies, the Tony Laramies, um, my guy Ergis again as well. This is a guy I'm telling you, go back and watch his interview that I had with him too. But 4-0 pro, 
uh, seven and zero amateurs, so eleven and zero overall. Plus, just won a BJJ tournament. Are we talking about here, Laramie? Er, no, Ergus no. together. This is a kid that I okay, have at my gym there. Yeah, uh, he took all of last year off strictly to do jujitsu. Won the tournament, then came back. Now he has. He was supposed to fight actually at the PFC event last weekend, uh, but it got a cut and had to like pull out. It was right, right. pretty bad. But he wants to stay active. Like he has that. He has that Kamaru Usman type of style, that Colby Covington st- style, where it's just forward pressure at all times, nice. take you down. High school wrestling background, like very very good. And he has that Albanian strength. Like he was born uh, in Albania yeah, yeah, and yeah. came over here when he was like two or three years old. Yeah. So he has like that that immigrant strength is what he was called. I got you. Yeah, right? I got you. That's a kid to look out for. He fought for TKO a couple times as well. Um, and there's another chick. Last chick I'll shout out Anastasia Nikolakakos, one of the best women I've ever seen fight. Like she's like she is. Th- thick she's a 105er though that's the only thing she uh, has going against her right tough. they don't have 105 yeah. other than Invicta she fought for Invicta once she wrecked she Khabib this chick no. <laughs> it was bad dude <laughs> if I show you the girl's picture afterwards you're gonna be like holy fuck like she fucked her up but she's just just tank little Greek chick that like her jiu-jitsu was on point her striking's getting there too her confidence is definitely getting there and now she's going out there wrecking these chicks I think she's like 3-0 now 4-0 as well right yeah. Nobody wants to fuck with her. Hey, when I was a kid, all you had was striking. Yeah. You know, yeah, you had karate, yeah. kickboxing, or taekwondo. That's what you had. Nobody really choices. gave a fuck about jujitsu. No. I'm sure you can remember the aspect or that time in that point in time where it really started to pick up. Oh, yeah. Where we start to see those jujitsu schools yeah. actually start to come I in. I start putting my kids in it, right? I that's get, the best thing. When I have kids, that's the first thing I'm going to put yeah, them into. Yeah, I put them right away. You know, yeah. you know, my kids. That's why I knew about the uh, tournaments happening at uh, Six Nations because their coach was in it, right? Okay, nice. I give nice. my kids private lessons because I think it's better than just doing the the whole class. The thing. whole class. It's it's. I think it's a good thing to get a little bit of both. Well, that's what I do for sure. Mondays was the class. Wednesday's yeah. private. Thursday was class. Oh, perfect. Class, something like that. But, that you know, that way you get to one-on-one in terms right. of the, the actual learning the techniques, right. but then you get to go out there and like try it out. Well, not like that the coach can help you Yeah, one-on-one and not trying to embarrass you in front of the whole class. You know, hey, yeah, yeah, yeah. what you're doing wrong, you know, do this, do this, do this, right? Yeah. But my boys, they're like a mama's boy. You know, they're yeah. not like me at all. My daughter's the rebel in the family. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. <laughs> she's the one stealing the car and everything. Oh, you know, we were she's away. the one taking after you. <laughs> oh, yeah. 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 But the but the boys are in the jujitsu. Is that, that what but they, they want? were? They're not doing it anymore. They're not doing it as much anymore? No. How, how long would you say they did it for? Uh, my youngest one did the longest, probably about four years. Nice. Okay. Yeah. He must have gotten like to like a oh, he was like purple belt ish. Orange, or, yeah, orange, orange stripe or something like that. Yeah, or, yeah. You know what I mean? Okay, that's not yeah, too bad. Yeah, pretty good. Yeah. You know what I mean? I'm going to definitely, put, like maybe three or four years old, jiu-jitsu. That's yeah. fucking, yeah. just gives you, even gymnastics is good for that stuff yeah. in terms of being like bendy and yeah. flexible and all that type of stuff. Um, one thing a lot of, too, man. One, one thing a lot of the fighters that have been in here have told me is like yoga is one of the big things that they try, try to implement to like help them with their dexterity and all yeah. that stuff. Like it helps me recover. I'm surprised at how many fighters actually admitted to that though. Like, remember, like, 10 years ago? Would nobody would say that. fucking do no yoga. What the fuck? There's too much machismo at that yeah. time now, right? But people are like, GSP breaks the barriers. Yep. I'm going to go do fucking gymnastics. Yep. And I'm going to, you know, try to train that way. I'm going to try to train a little bit smarter than everybody who's just going in there two times a week, go sparring, you know, get more CTE, essentially. You know what I mean? Like, yep. that's the main thing. That's why, right. I want, that's why I want my kids to go into jujitsu. That's like the break a bone, go ahead. We can regrow it. You yep. know what I mean? It's all good, but the, the, when it comes to the boxing and like the the brain injury that all could come with shots. it, yep. you gotta. I'll tell you, it's good that we got the technology with you today. Fuck yeah, you know what I mean? Because oh yeah. If we didn't have it, you know what I mean? It'd we would have had like way more deaths. Like I don't even know if there's there's been deaths due to right weight cutting. Right. That's about it. Right. Not from actual fight 
You know, you know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. I'm pretty certain we can still say that and be 100% truthful about it. Right. Boxing, we know boxing, it's the complete opposite. Right. We know it's happening. But that's, boxing is a different thing, too, man. That's nonstop headshots. You know, Do you remember as many, like, I'd say in the last year or so, there was a lot of deaths in boxing. Yeah, there was a few. Do though. you recall, like, back in the day, like, when you were first starting no, to watch it, that is much? I remember, though, we, don't had, we didn't have the uh, social media you have today. Oh, right? so you, yeah, you probably wouldn't have even heard, right? Right. Until you read in the paper or something to see it on the news, if yeah, you have to cover it. That's so true. You know what I mean? Man, we're in Canada, right? We're not seeing much of the boxing back then as they gave it in nope. the States. Now, living on a border town right now, I pick up only American stations. Oh, that's not bad. Because, you know, I don't pay for fuck all. <laughs> of <right>? course. <laughs> I buy he everything. does, everybody. He I does. Buy he does. Everything. <laughs> everything. Biggest supporter over here. Fuck. <laughs> no, I get it. Um, it it's, I, I was on the cusp of the, the smartphone era. Yeah. So, like, I, I'm just about to turn 30 this year or 29 this year, but oh, I, I, was, I, was right on, <laughs> I was right on the cusp. In terms of when the smartphones came into existence, because I remember the having to wait for like eight o'clock for something to come Buddy, on TV. I remember when the internet came into existence. Okay, <laughs> okay. come on. Yeah, no, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you obviously got that on me, but I just mean even that that change though in the smartphones seemed to have changed yeah. everything way more than even computers did, in my opinion, just because of how easy everything is Big now, right? Whatever yeah. you need, it's right here. Your That's life is it. there. Your life is there. Exactly. You lose that, you feel probably worse than if you had to lost your wallet. Or your clothes. Or your clothes. <laughs> I'd walk around naked before I'd walk around without my fucking phone. Come on now. I need to stay in touch with the world. <laughs> no, I completely get that, dude. Like, it's it's insane though, right? Like yeah. that it actually has that type of uh, impact yeah. on people. Yeah. Um, but but it's it's brought like me and you together. Yeah. yeah, I mean, it's brought me and the other fighters together, our other guests that I've had. Like, I don't know how many people from MMA Twitter you've actually met. But every time I meet somebody, like you're the first person I've ever met off of MMA Twitter. Really? Yeah, I got three. three like in person, in person, in person. Yep. Yeah. Yep. That's good. Like it's yep. good that people are actually willing to go out there rather than just. Well, that's why I say anytime we go, I can't cross the border. You know, yeah, yeah. Uh, for some reason. Come to Canada, mother. It's better like in Canada anyway. You don't like me. It's you're better in Canada. <laughs> Bad guy over there, apparently. <laughs> but still, it's like. It's great. Like somebody that somebody commented on the video that you put up. Like, how many people live in fucking Toronto? Right, yeah. I'm like, I'm yeah. blessed to ha- be in the vicinity of people that are able to make the track out here. Right. Yeah. You're coming from f- fucking Fort Erie, but you got your yeah. job that has you all over the place right. too, right? Um, even uh, uh, like like the fighters, the Laramie boys, right? They're yeah. down in Windsor, but his brother fought that past weekend, so I managed to get the schedule to line up where he ac- he could actually come in. Little tanks, those boys are. Eh? I know. Uh, dude. Uh, uh, I was standing beside him, I'm like, yo, I'm kind of bigger than this guy, but he's just fucking yeah, stocky now. as fuck. Even his brother, 125er, fucking shredded to shit. Yeah. He just beat a, he just had a really good performance on one of the titles. He's five and two now. Oh, he did. He's yeah. going to be coming. Great hopefully. guys, man. Great I love the kids. Guys. Like the, 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 Great guys. I, I'd say he admitted it himself, though. When they were first bursting onto the scene, they seemed to have a little bit too much of an ego, and they were like yeah. trying to, but he was... He was fully admitted to it, and he goes, yo, the, he had a loss in his fourth fight. He goes, I think that kind of humbled me. He lost a really shit split decision. He sort right. of won it easily, so I watched the fight. Uh, and then after that, he gets knocked out by somebody, and then he comes back, he goes, yo, I could be in the UFC. I could have been in the UFC right now, but I wasn't ready. But I'm glad I got those losses. Now he has on a three-fight winning streak. He beat Charles Jordan, who's already in the UFC, yeah. so that's a name under his belt. He's on the cusp of getting into the UFC too, and it's going to be like, look, another Ontario guy. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, I got you. We sure. need to get it up there. Like, yeah. who who's the biggest one that you can remember that we had? GSP, obviously. GSP, obviously. But after one. that, what's the drop off? Oh yeah, <laughs> right? Rory. 
But he still but didn't achieve like the highest accomplishments in the sport. No. Is what I'm trying to say. Oh, you want accomplishments, uh, right? Like who's other champions? Um, Carlos Newton was a champion. Newton, uh, Carlos Newton was, was a champ. I didn't think lost to uh, Matt. Who's a Hughes? Oh yeah, no, that one. Matt was out before they hit the ground. That one was crazy. Come on. I, and yeah, that one was crazy. But still, we should have got the W that yeah, night. <laughs> right? You know what I mean? But it's all. Good. Yeah, he was one. Uh, but. Else, nobody else really right like like there are the claude patrick's there are the 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 each didn't egypt point rep canada yeah, for a bit there. too yeah he, he so here's another one but, but again like to say to meet the pinnacle gsp and really you're you're, you're dropping off after that's that, it man. like we never had a heavyweight no no <laughs> tanner yeah. bozer we have right now but like bozer we have right now that's about it <laughs> <laughs> right <Whoops. laughs> yeah light heavyweight remember we had ryan jimmo who? Ryan Jimmo. He had like an eight-second knockout on Anthony Perosh in his debut. But then after that, he like lost the fight. But then uh, a couple years after, he got killed. Some guy ran him over at a bar. Fuck but he was God. like, he had an eight-second KO in Calgary. That was his debut. Very Like he had maybe three fights in the UFC. But yeah, he was... But then again, like that's how it drops off. <laughs> it's the weed. <laughs> it was like UFC 140 ish, one around like right, way right. back oh, then, yeah, right? Way back, it was yeah. way, way, way back. Um, man, I, I've been, I'd say since 2009, I don't think I've missed a card. Like, yeah. obviously, like I'll watch it like the next day in case I have right. like a wedding or something to yeah, go to. my work, I do the same thing. Bro, like it's, it's how much, it's hilarious how much of a social hermit it almost makes us to be MMA fans because it's almost on every fucking Saturday night, but, which hey, is where everybody wants, wants right. to do something, right? But football players, I mean, if you're football fans, you're baseball fans, you know, they have their rituals. It sucks ours on a Saturday night. I know, ours is on a Saturday you know I mean? night. It really does suck That's up. why I like the fact today is like three o'clock yeah. and it'll probably be done by eight thirty, nine o'clock at latest. Yeah. We still have an evening to possibly do something, yep. right? Yep. Where I, I remember yeah. I, I went to uh, California. House. <laughs> <laughs> Corona time. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Sanitize the fuck out of everything. Get those masks on yeah. and all that shit. Um, I went to Lesnar versus Velasquez in Anaheim, LA. That was my first time on the oh. West Coast. That was my first time on the West Coast ever. And uh, the fights were done by like 8, 30, 9 o'clock. Yeah. Mm. I was like... Dude, we still have the evening. <laughs> what the fuck do we do? Because right. we're used to like finishing up and like everybody's just everybody's burning out, yeah. and everybody's like, "All right, I'm just gonna go home now." Yeah. But no, it was like, "Where do we go to a club? Do we go to a bar? <laughs> what the fuck well, do I we do?" Abu Dhabi card early in the morning or I love ride. that shit too. I love one championship, same thing, nice That's, and early. Oh, you know? a little too early, four a.m. It's a little, but I don't mind it. But I love like when they go to the Philippines. I think the Frankie Edgar versus Uriah Faber was at like eight a.m. Right, yeah. seven a.m. Yeah. or something. I'm like, I'm in. Breakfast I'll watch and blood, it. you gotta love it, right? Exactly. I put a breakfast and blunts, but <laughs> yeah, yeah. I can't remember the last time I smoked a blunt though. Do you did you smoke? I blunts? do if I'm with uh, if I'm with people right now yeah. I won't. Uh, yeah, yeah, you know, of course. We're not gonna share a joint. It's not communal. Right? Yeah, no. yeah. <laughs> but uh I will if I'm with a group, but by myself I'm just gonna smoke. I I don't get they're it. They're not though. skinny, you know what I mean? They're yeah, yeah, yeah. They're fatties, right? This, but still, I don't like the the, the rap. Like it's yeah. a little bit too harsh. I don't know if you've ever been a, a cigarette smoker or anything like that. I, I just used can't... to smoke cigarettes, yeah, and that's off that. Yeah. Yeah, are you 100% off that now? Oh, Perfect. Yeah, yeah. Good yeah. job. I know it's hard to do. My brother's hooked on him right now. He can't even get off yeah, those. But um, that's where I feel when I smoke the blunt, right? Like, yeah. it's a little bit too harsh. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I, agree. I don't know if that makes me a bitch, but fuck no, you no, guys. No, it, ain't, no. it is harsh. But. <laughs> but, it, but, but it is also like a communal ceremonial right, thing as exactly. well, too, right? Like, if it's a big thing, like, I remember, like, before me and my boys went to go watch, like, the last Avengers movie, we smoked a giant blunt and then went into the theater. But yep. it's like a ceremonious type right. of yep, thing, yep. right? Like, rather than a... Let's just fucking smoke this. It's like me and my boys, you could do around with a big hookah pipe, right? You put fucking, you know, like 
Oh, yeah. Maybe an eighth in there, have four or five hoses on her and just start going on it. That's not bad. I remember doing that. Uh, it's been a while since I've fucking hit the hookah like that. I like um, the the pens, yeah. the oil pens. Yeah, do you yeah. fuck with those? I do, but the place I get them from, and I'm not getting a shout out because <laughs> too many of you fuckers buying my shit, man. <laughs> There's no fucking supply left for him. Sold out all the time oh, now, my eh? God. That's so crazy. cheap, eh? Okay, okay, so. okay. But I'll, I'll give you a, I'll give you some. Give me off. the plug. Yeah. <laughs> give me the plug. <laughs> it's for the the the, the premium members. <laughs> yeah. Um. But yeah, like I I, I like the discreetness of it. Like if yeah. I like if I'm going to wherever the fuck I'm going and don't want to be known that I'm that fucked up. Yeah. Just hit that because it doesn't stink or anything right. like that, right? Yeah. That's just me and my own paranoia. No, I do the same thing. Yeah. Like if you want to be a little bit more discreet, then just come in as the guy that's just. Dang. Well, I do that too. <laughs> <laughs> at all times? At all times? It don't matter where I fuck. go. I, I, I don't give there a are, fuck. There are certain places that I have to like well, do that to myself. Right. Yeah, but otherwise, I'm... But, but everybody would, knows me. Of course. Everybody and they know that. Knows of course. I'm always burning. <laughs> and if you don't like it, <laughs> that's it. your luck. No, of course. I completely understand that. I should, right? Yeah, exactly. Walking, don't man. like the smell? It's cool. Yeah. <laughs> I, I know what stink. My family hates yeah. the smell. I do not smoke in the house at all. No, no, no. At all. That's something I'll never do. Either. Never. Yeah, yeah. Don't ever so. do it. It's not worth it. I don't care no. what everybody says. No way would I do yeah, it. Yeah, don't be that lazy. Get outside. Right. It's good, man. You need a fresh yeah. air, right? Exactly. So I think the worst thing I ever did was when I lived in college at the college fucking school. Yeah. We would hit the bong in the basement and just like blow it out the window. I'm yeah. like, that still stinks down here. Man, we used to fucking smoke crack in the house with Oh my god. You know what I mean? Oh yeah. With no fucks. God damn. I'm in a little room like this, man. Yeah, 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 yeah. Do tattoos during the day. Fucking order the crack, smoking crack all night long. Fuck. That's some mad experiences, dude. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's like, I, I live life to the fullest. Man. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's too short to fucking be pissed off with shit. You know Yeah. What I mean? You seem to have a, a great gig, too, that allows you to, like, really enjoy to an extent, yeah. right? Yeah. Like, there are some people that have to be strapped down to do, like, other fucking yeah. jobs. Yeah. And, like, but the, it, it's worked out perfectly in terms of you get to uh, enjoy your fights whenever the fuck you want. You get to just burn whenever the fuck you want. Like, yeah. it's great to be at that point in life, yeah. too. No, don't get, I don't burn when I'm working. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, you know, of like, course. I absolutely don't do it's that. It's not what I'm all. trying to <laughs> imply. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you know what I mean? I absolutely, when it's when I'm off work, I'm off work. <laughs> Just checked always out. Always 420 then. Right? I love it. I love it. I love it. Um, I don't really want to talk too much about the fights that we're going to be watching shortly just yep. because this is obviously going to not matter at the time. But I do want to get a quick prediction off of you in terms of the main event. Do you give predictions? I'm not sure if this is uh, your thing. Sure, I can. I can. I already put my picks out anyways. Okay. I'm pretty sure I put one online. Um, main event. Just give me the main event. Who you think is going to win and how? Submission, it's tough, man. It's you it's a close I mean? fight. It's fucking tough. It's a close fucking Especially fight. Especially in Brazil. The thing that I think though is because of. Uh, the Brazilians not being inside the building is going to That's going to have it's a gonna help impact. Kevin. It's going to help Kevin, in my opinion. You know what I mean? I was picking Oliveira the whole time until they said it's going to be an empty arena. Now I'm going to take Kevin, but uh, let's see, third round submission. Okay. I, I My main bet tonight is for that fight to not go over two and a half rounds. So it has to finish before... Whatever the third, midway through the third round, thirty of the second, third round, oh, third round, third round. Is it halfway through the fight, or that's two and a half rounds? Right. Yeah. yeah, so that's okay. pretty much the fight. Yeah. yeah. So under that amount of time, they have to get finished. My my thinking is that you know we've seen Charles Oliveira when he's on, he's on, oh, and he gets yeah. the finish. But if he's on and doesn't isn't able to get the finish, Kevin Lee could break him. We've seen Oliveira break in the past, and that's where Kevin Lee's going to get Oliveira the finish. Oliveira will break. He's kind of like the if you pressure him enough, he will break. He will break. Yeah, exactly. But. So will Kevin. 
Kevin will as well. So I don't know if Kevin will be able to withstand yeah. that storm from Oliveira right. beginning, right? right? Yo, when he finished David Tamor, that was probably one of the craziest finishes right. I've seen from Charles Oliveira, yeah, where yeah. he outstruck the striker. Yep. You know what I mean? I think this is really his time. Like, dude, he's been in the UFC for a long time. Like, a long time. But he's just been getting experience this entire time. Look, Look at, at the names, man. Dude, since August of 2010... He made his UFC debut. Armbar over Darren Elkins to start. Uh, rear naked choke over Efrain Escudero. Then he lost to Shout veterans. Out to Nick Lentz. Yeah, Nick Lance, dude. Exactly. Um, but that's three tough fights from there. And he's yeah. super young in his career. Loses to Jim Miller. Loses to Donald Cerrone. Comes back. Beats Eric Wisely in the reverse calf slicer. First time oh, we've ever yes, seen that, that in the UFC. Yeah, yeah, First yeah, time we've ever that seen one. that. That was good. Jonathan Brookins. Uh, Anaconda Choke and Brookins was on the up and up at that point too uh, then loses to two vets in Cub Swanson Cub Frank Swanson. Edgar Legend. comes back and dusts Andy Ogle Hatsu Hiyoki Jeremy Stevens gets that Nick Lentz drawback as well too or no contest wherever oh, the fuck it was man. loses to Max Holloway in Saskatoon that was weird do you remember that fight at all? I don't remember the Saskatoon so, car I don't know where I was so Max Holloway uh, hits him with a punch or something and it looks like something happens with his neck and he starts like like just shelling up immediately it was like either a stinger or whatever right, the fuck yeah, it was yeah, yeah. and it stopped the fight that's why it says tko neck injury only a minute and 40 seconds into the fight that was the main event too i have to go back and watch that one I yeah remember that. i don't know where i was yeah it was, it was a weird one though like it was just a really weird thing that happened to him so that that was his loss comes back beats miles jury anthony pettis ricardo lamas very tough yeah. guys beats will brooks Loses to Paul Felder in a, in a fight that he broke in, in my opinion. And then now he's on a crazy six-fight winning streak. Guida, Yagos, Jim Miller, David Tamor, his Lens most impressive one. Lens again. Four Lens. Four Lens. Dude, the first, the first couple times they fought, though, they won fight of the night. So they're like, of course we'll fight each other again right. if we can get fight of the night yeah, again. Yeah. And then Merck's Jared Gordon oh, in his beautiful. last fucking fight. Dude, that was beautiful, man. That was an insane performance. He's really coming into his own. I think his confidence level is next level, yeah, too. Agreed. I think as an underdog, he has a little bit of a shot. But yeah, I'm personally, I'm going with Charles Oliveira by second round sub. I think he's going to catch Kevin Lee in some sort of choke when Kevin Lee's going to try to get him on the ground. Yeah, nice. uh, could anything happen? Yeah. Anything I was could going happen. the same way, right? Until yeah. they said nobody's in the arena. I'm like, I don't know. I just, and I think TriStar is really, really good for Kevin, man. I I, I do. I, I'm, I'm one of those like. Uh, the, as long the, as he gets his attitude right. Yeah. that That's that's the main thing for him, in my opinion, is his mental. Right. I think that uh I'm not a big believer in when guys change gyms that they're going to have the best like uh, performance or they're going to yep, come out and yep. be the better self of them. Like an example, even on this card itself, Randa Marcos, she went over there for a couple of fights and it didn't really work out for her. Yeah. So it's a very picky, choosy yeah. type of oh, thing, yeah, right? Absolutely. Is remember, remember his coach died, Robert Fallis? Yeah. So I think that really fucked with him. So I will give him some slack in terms of that. And he didn't really have a proper training camp. Like that was going into the Tony Ferguson fight, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, yeah. In Trump auto fight, big fight, especially after that unfortunate Vegas thing that happened as well too. That was the same weekend. Um, yeah, I forgot about that too. Yeah. yeah, he lost. Like he lost there, but but I guess the Faraz Zahabi thing should work well for him. But I'm not if totally sold. Get it. into his head. Yes, That's mentally. Gift, right? Mentally, he should know he, he should beat him. But another thing now is the the missed weight too, right? Yeah. How much is that really going to fuck with him? I don't think that's going to fuck with him, yeah. honestly. Yeah. You know what I mean? We'll see. It, it, he has missed weight in the past, and then I think I think that was the Ferguson fight. He's got to do something, man, because this missing weight ain't good. Oh, yeah. No, he he missed weight against Barboza, Barboza and then beat him. right. Yep. Yeah. That's that's not a good look. I Quinta calling him his son, eh? Isn't that funny? <laughs> <laughs> no. I love Iaquinta's Twitter, dude. Oh, yeah. It's great. so funny. He just needs to get back fighting, man. 
I know. I know. Last time he fought. Uh, he lost Ow. to da- uh, Dave Hooker or da- Dave Dan Hooker, Hooker yeah. Dan Hooker. What am I saying, Dave Hooker? I think he has something lined up. No, let's see. Does he have something lined up? I feel like he does. Let's I must see. have missed that one then. Oh no, they don't have anything lined up yet. Yeah, because I I razz him all the time. <laughs> you know, at least fucking um, Kevin's fighting. You know. Oh yeah, true. Right? At least Kevin's fighting. Fuck, you know, if you're not selling houses, don't say fighting, shit. You know, yeah, yeah. Don't no, be don't saying mind. shit. I love his Twitter. Don't get yeah, me wrong. Yeah, I yeah. love him. I do. I love him. The only guy that has him lightly, slightly beat is the guy that plays his real estate agent on Twitter. Yes. <laughs> that guy's hilarious. And the fuck that he dukes some people into yeah. thinking that it's actually oh, yeah. him. And Al's completely cool with it too. I think Al's yeah. already giving yeah. him a shout out yeah. and shit. That was great. Dude, the Edwards and Woodley fight is getting so much more interesting to me strictly due to the fact this whole coronavirus thing going on and london just said that uh they're gonna or england or i should say whatever the fuck the uk they might be going on banning these large gatherings i'll say i said on twitter already this will be our last ufc event we're gonna see for a while that's my opinion interesting i think i think they'll be able to pull it off because did you see the extent that they're going to it for even this one they're they're wrapping the fighters at the hotel then sending them to the arena to warm up for an hour, then go fight and then come back. So they're going to have fighters rotating in and out of the arena. So they keep the, the crowding to a minimal. That's interesting. That's, it's going to be, it's interesting how it's going to play out in fighters, head, psychologicals, right? You know, right? Some like people are, you know, they want that routine. I want my routine yeah. and that's it, right? Exactly. He would have been bad for this. Probably not. GSP loves his routine. Shit, yeah, 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 you know yeah. yeah. That's so true. That's this a good point. This would not be good for GSP. That's something that fighters are going to have to think about right. in this. But but for this London car, I could see them doing something similar because a couple of the fighters are already out there, if I'm not, if I'm not mistaken. I think Tyron Woodley's already out yeah, there. Yeah, Woodley's out there. Uh, Ashley Evans-Smith is already out there. I'm not sure about the other fighters. But luckily for them also, it's... Oh, damn, I don't know, dude. Because a lot of these are European-based fighters, and that's where the epicenter of this thing is too, right? Right. So they got to be very careful about that. Me being a degenerate fan, being a hardcore MMA guy, I hope they don't cancel it. I hope they don't either. And it's too late for them to actually move it to the apex either. But you can't. That's the only you thing. I mean, at some point, we got to take our selfishness out of it. You of know course. I mean? you know of course. I mean? For the for the health of for everybody. The health of, of, of the public, not just the fighters. Yeah. Don't tell me you got someone, all these Ali guys are saying, oh, we need the money. No, you don't. Yeah. Give me your bull crap. You need the money, man. Come on. You got to make more money than I do. I guarantee you. <laughs> I, I, I feel for the, the lower level fighters. Absolutely. Like I, feel, I feel for the Tom Aspinalls, right. the, 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 the Dusko Tudorovich. I, I feel for those guys. I feel for those, right. Even yeah. if they lose, they get back with okay, 10 grand. Exactly. 500 bucks. At most, some of these prelim fighters, it's yeah. kind of ridiculous. Bellator but, paid them all, eh? For two, yeah, yeah, that that was great, great job to them. I want to know if they. Well, actually, most of the contracts are base pays now, so it's not even right. like show and win. Right. Not, it's not just US straight. Team, right. Yeah, so yep. that that's a good thing that they have. Yeah, Pass but I think Bellator for that. One. It's a big shout out to them for that. Uh, but the, the the London card, I think that's that's the last one in jeopardy of getting canceled, because I think the other ones they can get away with getting them to the apex. Mm-hmm. but we'll have to see the fallout of like, I think the first one happening at the apex is going to be Engano and Rosenstrike. That's it. it I, to, so, for me, because what I'm worried about is that uh, the travel is still quite extensive right now. Exactly. And that's the thing, but, so, but it's also going to be, uh, there won't be as many people traving now either. Right. Oh, that's yeah, another you see thing. All the planes are empty. Exactly. You know? like, so that's, that's a slight 
advantage to saying, okay, we can still get these fighters here safely. Like they're not in big clumps of people. Right, well, if the UFC, they got enough money, they can fucking private jet everybody anywhere they exactly. want. Exactly. They want that money. Exactly. It's totally true. I think we have to see what happens with the fallout of Ngannou and Rosen Strike. Because if somebody catches it at that event that was uh, you know, tied to that event, whether it's a fighter, whether it's a coach, yeah. whether it's a UFC staff, then they'll decide going for, okay, you know what? It is too much of a risk. Fuck it. We're going to cancel and postpone until we can actually get to you know a safe time, whether it's May, whether it's June, whatever the fuck it is. Yeah. I'm so bummed because I was this close to going to Khabib for and it doesn't look like it's going to happen. Yeah. New York just reported their first death oh, did off they? of coronavirus. I think my daughter mentioned something to me about that just yeah. recently. Literally, today, like I think this morning, yeah. yeah. I think today she told me that, yeah. So, you know, it's only going to get more strict and stringent. Right. We so, need to start closing. They're going to start closing borders. You know they are. For right? sure, for sure. They have to, right? You did you see what they're doing in China? China? They're like literally, everybody's in quarantine, whatever. Yeah. And they're literally like scrubbing down the streets. Yep. They're scrubbing down every Spraying public down spot. The street. Yeah, yeah, make sure everybody stays inside. You saw that Italy video, right? I loved that, man. That was that, that was, was so sweet. heartfelt. I don't know what the fuck they were singing, but yeah. the, the community aspect of that it. That was sweet. That looks like something out of a movie, dude. So my daughter has a lot of these pen pal things, eh? Okay. She does, and she has a couple of friends who are in Italy. Okay. So she sent them as much stuff as she could, if they can get the mail. Yeah, yeah. the girls were, you know, they were tearing up, writing her a letter, you know, telling her how bad they felt, you know, <sighs> stuck inside a house. Yeah, you know? yeah. That's, we make that's jokes of it here because we're still. I know we're, Canada's were really, really well off right now compared to the rest of the world. Yes, the world. Yeah, it's so true. So they we, said they have seventy nine confirmed cases in Ontario. Is that what we have now? Seventy nine. As of two days ago or whatever right. the fuck it was. And zero, and zero deaths, I'm right. quite certain. So there's there's those things to worry about. But again, compared to like, what are these other states and cities that are getting fucked right now where they're in like a state of emergency yeah. where they have to do it too? Oregon, I think, is like the epicenter of it. Yep. Or or sorry, Ohio. Washington State. Washington, Ohio as well. They have a big thing going on now too, right? So we don't know how well they're going to be able to, to quarantine this. Right. I don't think they were prepared enough. No. I, I mean, no. that's the fucked up part. And that's the thing is that they we all knew about it. Yeah. You know what I mean? But we thought it was going to stay on that side of the world. It's going to stay over there. You know, well, guess what? They all travel. If you think what the Asians travel more than anybody else in the world. Oh, for sure. For sure. And they're going to get wherever the hell they want. Right. That's so true. It's it's so unfortunate that that it has come to this. I did not think it would come to this aspect where. And all it is about keeping clean. Yeah, exactly. It is, buddy. exactly. Yeah, yeah. Sanitize shit. Wash your hands. Don't always touch your face and all that type of shit. You know what I mean? Like, like the, the, the basketball player one is the one that killed me the most. Oh, I know. What a doofus. What about, uh, we heard about what happened to the other case. that haven't got the results back yet. Do you know anything about that yet? Which one? And for the Toronto Raptors. Everybody oh, everybody's clear, negative. Except for one person. Yeah. From the Raptors? Uh, it's a, check that out. I got to check this shit. Oh, yeah. <laughs> there was one person they said that still had not got back the results yet. Uh, team members cleared of COVID. This was 14 hours ago. Yeah, three hours ago, got their results as they continue to self-isolate. But See, they said that on uh, Sports Center or Sportsnet, which everyone was clicking through there, that there was one person still that didn't uh, hmm. get the results back yet. No, it could have been a staff member. You know I mean? Every member of the Raptors travel party has tested negative for Good. COVID-19. Okay, so, cool. but, but yeah, that was the last thing I heard about. They played them on Monday. And that's when everything started to like go to shit. Yeah. I was, what was it, Wednesday night is the point where I kind of fully accepted the 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 seriousness of this. And I think that was the day that we actually met yeah. up. Yeah. yeah. But that night is when everything started to go to shit. You know what I mean? That, that's when the NBA got canceled and all these things started well, to happen. Like, telling me I scared for my wife, you can get home, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. You, know? you were telling me about the New York thing too and how she was trying out there. But um, yeah, this fucking fridge. Um, 
yeah, that night, and I actually made it a point to like look at what date it actually was because I knew I was probably going to remember this date. Like it was March right. 11th. Yeah. I knew it was that that was a date that shit like hit the fan almost for here for for, for, yeah. for even the world essentially yeah. like yeah, where it's actually took notice. Yeah, everybody started to take notice where things are starting to shut down. Schools are closing. You know, the grocery stores are getting almost ra- not looted. Thank God, but raided. You know what I mean? Like yeah. they're they're just getting cleaned out. Um, I never thought I would see this in my lifetime. Like I never thought anything yeah. would ever come close to this. I thought it seriously. I thought it would have been a war more than it was a virus. Right. Like that. That's kind of what I. Th- but if you look at all these people who predict all this stuff, that's what they say. It's always going to be a virus. A easy, virus. Right? Yeah. You like know what I mean? the, it's the easiest thing to spread. One of the first uh, Joe Rogan specials that he ever put out. There's one scene at the beginning before he starts where he's in a car talking about what humans are to the earth, and he goes, "We are just bacteria on this earth." If you uh, look on it, if you look at the world from the outside, it's yeah. we're just this brown thing taking away all the green things and just hacking away at the. We're just bacteria. One day it's just going to change us and like or, or fuck us over. Right. And yeah. this might be the thing. Like the sad part to me is we'll never find out what actually happened and as to how right. this originated. Like we have the, the 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 bro science out there where people are like they're eating bat soup, <laughs> you know what I mean, or it was a nuclear weapon that they were developing or something well, that went wrong. There's conspiracy theorists going to put whatever they want out there, right? I know. You know what I mean? It's bullshit. My right. boy uh, Jesse Arnett. Jesse Arnett. He's a he's a West Coast fighter. Fought for TKO. Is the yeah. champion a couple yeah, times? Sounds familiar. Um, he is like the Eddie Bravo of Canadian oh, MMA. Yeah. <laughs> he is balls deep into the conspiracies like his instagram everything is just it's all the illuminati it's all no. like yeah oh, so he's so into it dude let me let me just give you a quick that's sneak hilarious. peek but i love you jesse i love you Je- and i'm sure everybody fucking tells tells him about this thing but uh yeah he like the, you know that the, the thing that came out with uh tony tony who's the guy that has a uh, covid the star the movie star Tom Hanks. Tom Hanks. Tom Hanks. His son put out a video where he's not wearing a shirt yeah. and he has a tattoo of the Illuminati sign like on his chest and he goes, oh, look, this is another sign of it. Let's see if he has it on his story. That's where he kind of puts, oh, I got to look into, ah. Oh, wait. Let's do that. Let's see if he still has them on here. See, like, <laughs> <laughs> Big Pharma <laughs> and Microsoft are teaming up in something called the ID 2020 alliance that will combine vaccinations with it. Like he's, yeah, he just thinks this is, <laughs> it's just wow. Twitter guys, listen, care of viruses are not what kill and harm us. And then just some of his fight picks, but he's just depopulation. <laughs> like, he's, when I tell you, he's the Eddie Bravo of Canadian yeah, MMA. That's what he is. is. Shout out Jesse, man. I love that guy. If he's back, I, I met him a couple of times when he came to Toronto to train. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that, I want to get him on the show too because I need to talk to him about that yeah, type of stuff. Definitely. You have to have a, a certain level of thinking to be that deep into it. Like yep. you, they search into it as much as I search into MMA fights. Absol- yeah, absolutely. Right? Yep, yep. It's the same thing. Yeah. Do outside of MMA, do you have kind of a hobby that you like to just uh, like, smoke weed? Other than that, okay. <laughs> uh, when you're not working, when golfing. you're not, you like. I did see you post a couple things yeah, about that. I golf um, a lot. That, well. I, Let's say I, I participate in golfing a lot. <laughs> What's the difference here? Uh, I'm not a very good golfer. <laughs> You're not a good golfer. You enjoy the the everything that comes with it. Yeah, I love it. I only started golf maybe uh, eight years ago. I started with my boss. Okay, right. That's when I really started doing it. And, yeah, uh, I liked it. You know, it I, seems I'm, hard, dude. It's a tough game to do. That's why I'm not ragging on you about it. But it's just hard. Like yeah, it's a tough it's, game. it seems like a very simple game, but it's not. Like to to no. be able to 
to know the clubs and you know know how and much know power you need distance. to put it in. Yeah, exactly. You got to go to the driving range and practice, right? What you oh, do, for sure. Right. That's, what that's like shooting free throws. Essentially, you just got to right. stay to stick with it, and it'll yeah. help you help you get better with it. I, the closest I've ever been to it is like helping out at like a golf charity event. Right. Like I, yeah. I know eventually it's something that I'm going to be interested enough to want to try out. You know, it's it's not fun to to watch. No. But it's fun to play. There's so many sports like that. Curling is another one. Yeah. It would be oh, fucking see, fun never, to play. I never tried curling. I would love to. Well, I've had played it twice and it's fun. Yeah. But like watching it is a little bit of a pain. Right. Tennis, another one. You yeah. know what I mean? Put you to sleep. Yeah, right? exactly. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a lullaby more than anything. Yeah. Like the ten those tennis matches. Oh, yeah. <laughs> fucking, yeah. I don't get it. It's like Holly Holm fighting. Right. right. Same thing. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I did want to get your uh, thoughts on the uh, Rosenstrike and uh, Nganu fight. That's a crazy That's and a an, crazy fight. Man. Another thing that's thrown into this is that they're going to be using the apex cage, which is slightly smaller. Because uh, I'm a JR fan, to be honest. I kind of like the guy. You like Rosenstrike? Yeah, I do. But Nagano, man, fuck, that guy's a scary motherfucker, right? Eh? Tell me fucking about it. Like, there's nobody in the world that could punch as hard as that guy. Yeah, I, I believe that. Right? Like, and especially with those eight ounce gloves, too. Did he ever do that? Punching machine. He did. I on, think on he box. had the top thing. Yeah. I think he had the I top. I thought he did too. Yeah. I think I think he had I that. Stepe was up there too. Stepe was up there too. My one thing that I want to see, and this is just me being selfish as fuck, is Francis Ngannou eventually fight Deontay Wilder in a boxing match. Let's put it this way: Deontay Wilder is not the most technical boxer out there. Absolutely. He's the one that always looks for the power punch, just as Francis Ngannou always looks for the power yep. punch. There's no takedowns. There's we know it's just going to be a slugfest. Why would you deprive yourself of wanting to see that? Right, Nagano's gonna need a lot of boxing practice, man. For sure. Don't get for me wrong, sure. but like, it's not as bad as if you were to go out there and fight oh, no, Tyson no, no. Tyson Fury. Oh, Tyson Fury would no fuck chance. him up him yeah. all with yeah, the floor. No but the, the 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 aspect, the fact that Wilder is just a one punch knockout guy. He's not a technical beat you down the pipe type of guy. But Francis put him through a year of boxing. Go. Your power like can take that. you places. Yeah. yeah, I'd like to see that. But the way to sell it is if Ngannou goes out there and wins this fight, wins the title, knocks out maybe two or three more people where people start right. to take notice of him, right. then put him up there with Wilder and be like, all right, this is the battle of fucking monsters. Like, There's no way Wilder's beating Fury part three, right? No. Because Fury's already won Zero. twice. Everybody knows it except yeah, for yeah. Wilder. Especially the, the first fight, that was right. such a Come fucking on. rob job. That was such a rob job. That fucking, oh, he got knocked down. Fuck off with this. <laughs> Are you kidding me? Uh, 10 knockouts out of 14 wins for Francis Ngannou. And then Wilder has like 42 out of 39 fights or 39 knockouts. Three decisions? Who were his decisions? He lost on? three decision losses. He lost to Derek Lewis in that shitty, shitty oh, fight. Oh, yeah, yeah, I knew that one. Stipe. Stipe was a decision. Eh? Yeah, and then his second fight ever, which he got to cut right. him some slack yeah. for. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, you're not coming in with any type of martial arts experience. You're coming out because somebody told you, you look like you can knock out, knock out somebody. Okay, you're a veteran, man. <laughs> yeah. Do you bet on up and coming new fighters? Uh, in the UFC, Stri I strictly stay with UFC. Yeah. So like, even if I see value on like a prelim fight, yeah. Like, uh, like for example, tonight some guy David Dvorak is going to fight. He's stepping in on short orders to fight uh, Bruno Silva. Yeah. He is the slight under David, David Dvorak is a slight underdog, and I think he has some value there because I like his style. Like he has good striking, decent enough to just still hold up with Silva, um, but. I don't like betting debuting fighters. I need them to see them at least once in the UFC because I've been bit in the ass so many times with debuting fighters who should go out there and win for sure. But the nerves, man. But the nerves, I think it adds something to it. So my something that I've added to my strategy for this year is don't bet debuting fighters. Right. I I did it last or last weekend or the weekend before, Jamal Emers yep. against Giga Chikadze. 
I thought Emers won that fight, but he still dropped the ball because he made the fight closer than it should have been. Like, stylistically, he should have gone, gone out there and beat him everywhere. But somehow he couldn't pull the trigger in the first round and then lost a split decision. It is what it is. Yeah, what are you going to do, right? It is, a, but that's where also the best value is too, is taking notice of guys that other people haven't really taken notice of. So you'll get the better odds. The more action there is on a fight, the more the, the odds will go into that guy's favor. So the fights that have the less action, you might be able to get an edge on what other uh, people are thinking because yeah. not as many people are betting on those fights. Yeah. But like for the tonight, my pick right away was going to be uh, the main event doesn't go to a decision. Knew that immediately, but it was minus 370. I'm not sure how well you know how odds no, work. No clue. If you put $370 down, you would get $100 back if the bet won. That's a bit too much of a risk for yeah. a little reward, right? Yeah, yeah. But the under two and a half is minus 160. So if you put $160 down, you get 100 back. That's much less of a risk than the 370 that could potentially lose. Right, right. right? As much as I call myself MMA lock of the night, we know luck is never right. a right thing. Nothing. I like channel. Yeah, I like teetering on the edge of just realism, and I just, I just yeah. have that bravado of having that name. So I love it, Not right? Wrong. Yeah, exactly. But I know there is nothing like a lock. But that's what my job is for every event: is try to find the lock of the night at the best odds possible. Because you're not going to keep yeah. telling you guys like, "All right, bet this minus four hundred. Put four hundred to win one hundred. That's just cheap. That just that, that, there's no skill in that. Right, Anybody can do that, that yeah. right? But if you can find the ones that are like minus two hundred or better, or even underdogs, underdogs are always the best. Neil Magny right. fucking hit for me the other night. I Solid underdog. Too. Yeah, dude. Yeah. People are overlooking him. Yeah, it was ridiculous to me. Um, so you have to be willing to take those underdog shots as well. Gerald Mearshart over Deron Win, another one. Yeah, that was a big underdog win as well too. Um, I think I was one of the few people to even pick a who is it. Um, Anthony Pettis to beat Michael Chiesa because everybody was like writing Michael, uh, Anthony Pettis off like Chiesa's the shit now. <laughs> um, well, they think Lee's the shit now because of what he did to fucking Gregor. That's true. Come on, man. Gee. Once. Like, Gregor was my lock of the night play that night too, though. I said I picked Lee that night, but still, yeah. it doesn't matter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you know what I mean? Like, come on. It's like, Don't think he's a KL king now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know Just because of that one thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's recency bias too, right? Oh, for sure. The Big hugest. Time. I don't know if you remember the Khalil Roundtree one. That's funny that he's funny in, yeah, on that card yeah. too. But remember when he whooped Eric Anders and everybody's like, oh, Khalil is this monster now? Then Ian Kutilaba comes and knocks him out. I took the Kutilaba shot because I'm like, you guys are blowing this way out of proportion. Yeah, yeah. Kutilaba's going to knock this guy out. And he fucking did. Like, it's not always going to turn out that way. Right. But another one that I'm going to tell you, an underdog that you should look out for this Rosenstrike and Ngannou card, uh, Jorgen De Castro to knock out Greg Hardy. Oh, I would love that. Come on. It's, the, the world guy, would love that. I think it could happen. The guy has knockout power. It just, he's it precise. Hardy, man, he's so fucking athletic. You know what I mean? Just, but he gets hit. That's another he thing. So he does get hit. Does and get this hit. De Castro guy has power. He definitely has power. He put out Justin Taffa in his last fight, but he's a plus 170 underdog, Jorgen. So I think yeah. the value is definitely on him. Uh, I would love to see it. I just, uh, I would, I'd be picking Hardy. You know yeah. what I mean? I would. Yeah. But that's just me. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, I don't yeah, know yeah. the guy like you know him, right? Yeah, you yeah. Know what I mean? Like I say, you know a lot of these fighters I know. way more yeah. than I do, right? And I, I research them like every event too. So when they fight right. again, I'll go back and watch the fights see, again. and I was going to try and do that for this card, right? <laughs> we didn't need to really and break it down Corona to that extent. Time, you know what I mean? <laughs> No, that's fine. This is supposed to be more of like a casual, let's talk about the fights or let's oh, just I fucking shoot this. the shit yeah, type of yeah, thing. That's why I like the free-flowing aspect of it. I don't like some of these podcasts where they have to stick to a guideline yeah. of, I don't want that. I just want to just come in, not even have an intro. We just started talking, yeah. right? 
and then just fucking shoot the shit for like an hour and a half, two hours, yeah. whatever the fuck it is. Yeah. I mean, I'm just excited that we still get fucking fights. Too. That that's what I'm right. most excited about for Me today. Me too. You know what like, I mean? But I'm gonna be. I just, I my opinion, I think I they're gonna cancel them. I do. I just, I think it's gonna get. You think tonight's safe though? Tonight's safe. Tonight's We're safe. safe tonight okay. For tonight. But okay. after that, for no all we guarantees. know right now, that it might have gotten canceled while we're recording right, we're talking, this. Yeah. Let me check the timeline real quick. <laughs> oh, the last thing I want to see is fucking UFC Brasilia. Um, Which is boycotting. <laughs> oh my god, man! People are crazy. I know. I know. I know. Uh, it doesn't look like it. Yep. Everybody's still talking about it like it's actually going to happen. So, we're all right, good. we're good. We're safe. <laughs> I wish that. Uh, what's up? What's this one? Oh, this is just for that card. Okay, forget it. Yeah, yeah, he's just showing his picks. That's all. All right. Um, but they, the ESPN needs to put their cards out sooner too. You know, I mean, they're blank sheet. You know what I mean? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. They only do it like fight day. Yeah. Which is weird as hell. Like yeah. you should be promoting it a little bit more. That's why I think. Maybe they're scared of like last minute changes, but still, like. So what? It's going to happen. How hard is How it to just go out there and just switch right. it out? Yeah, I mean, you guys get paid for this shit. You got fucking IT guys sitting right there. You <laughs> yeah, know exactly. I mean? Come on, man. Probably with his finger up his ass or some shit. Exactly. Um, dude, that, that Ngannou and Rosenstrike card looks really, really fun, though. Like, even Cody Stamen against Hani Barcelos, that's a great fucking fight. Yep. Uh, Sam Alvey <laughs> against Khalil Roundtree should I mean, just be hilarious. Like, that should be a fun one. Yeah. Uh, Sansa was supposed to fight fucking Garbrandt, but Garbrandt pulled out. So that fucking sucks. Yeah, man. Garbrandt's been out for a while, right? I'm sad for him, man. Kidney or something like that. Oh yeah, he had kidney stones. Yeah, is that what was kidney stones? Yeah, I, I think it was kidney stones. Okay, that I thought he was from weight cutting or something, eh? No. Uh, however, Garbrandt pulled out of the fight due to kidney problems. I thought it was kidney stones from the last thing that I saw. I hope it's that's not a weight cutting issue or something, you know? Uh, it's still too far out though for it to have been that much of a concern because this fight's not till uh, where is this fight? Another month away, isn't it? Yeah, it's like April 11th. Yeah, so almost. March 28th. So two weeks out. Two weeks out. He wouldn't have, there's no, no way. No way you're cutting, wait two weeks out. Yeah, I'm not sure. It, it doesn't say the exact thing, but uh, I swear I saw um, kidney kidney stones on one of the articles. Okay. But yeah, it, he's been out for a while too, right? What, yeah. what was the last fight Injury, that he had? Fuck, oh, man. Pedro Munoz. I cast on Pedro Munoz as the underdog on that fight too. I remember Almost that. a year. Over yeah, a year holy now. shit, dude. I just realized that. And you pull that up. It's been over a year, man. Yeah, man. Like, he was at it, like, for, a, like, continuously. Like, he was fighting a lot. He wasn't that injury prone. His potential is so fucking high. That IQ, though. You know what I mean? Exactly. But the thing is, even after the Pedro Munoz, Munoz fight, he tweeted out saying, like, I know I fought like an idiot. Like, like the fact he that he every time he gets hit, oh, fuck yeah. You. yeah, 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 exactly. <laughs> you do what I would do, right? Once you get hit, that's yeah. it. We're fucking it's on, on now. We're going, we're going. Yeah. Um, but he he called himself out on that. He goes, I know where my mistakes lay. So hopefully, he's working with Mark Henry now too. Yeah, yeah, I see that. So that's a that's a good addition. Yeah, you know I mean, I'm not saying it's going to be the reason he is successful when he comes back, but that should definitely help him to get another look. Um, what I want to see, and this is another selfish MMA fan thing, Uriah Faber against TJ Dillashaw when Dillashaw Did comes back. Did you see what TJ just tweeted there? What? Yesterday, was it? Let me pull that up. Coming in. I'm coming back hot or coming in hot or something like that. Are you kidding me, buddy? We know <laughs> you're a fucking cheat. Now, thanks for telling me. I'm coming in hot. <laughs> you know what? Really? Hashtag the return of the king. Yeah. Okay. Oh, is, it, is it? Oh, it's just, oh, it's probably like a, remember he came out with like some training program? Yeah. Yeah. And then some juice thing too, right? Yeah. 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 Juice, juice world store. or whatever. Uh, yeah. His juice store. Yeah. Yeah. For like. He should have had a fucking needle on his uh, in oh. picture there. You know what I mean? 
the real juice. <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised. I think it's called juiced, which is hilarious yeah. too. Come on. Uh, shut up, TJ. Shut up. I'm not a fan. I'm a, I never have been, though. No. He really blew me out of the water when he beat uh, Hennenborough the first time. Like, Because yeah, he was fight. coming into that fight as a huge underdog. Nobody expected him. Like, He was just a fill-in. Like, you know what? Just give Dillashaw the shot. Comes in and fucking beats his ass for five rounds. Like one of the most masterful performances yeah. I can remember ever. Like, yeah. but he's probably all, all over the sauce on that one. You yeah. know what I mean? Oh, like, absolutely. he's probably on all the APOs for that fight. Oh, absolutely. And then the, the second or second Baral fight, he goes out there and makes him again too. Yeah. But his style was so aesthetically pleasing that I've I'm a, I'm a fan of the fighter. Right. Oh, yeah. I'm not a fan of the the person. Right. Yeah. Don't when I say that. Yeah. yeah I'm just yeah. I, when I, say I don't like someone just as a person is uh, what I'm saying, right? You know, yeah, as yeah. a fighter, I love them all. Of course, you know yeah, yeah, yeah. I, like, you got to differentiate those. That's what people get twisted up on. Yeah, Floyd, same yeah. shit. You know yeah. what I mean? Like you can be I a, a fan, Floyd. but people just keep giving him slack. You know what I mean? Like I, I hate idiot. that. He's an idiot, right? You know what I mean? He, he can be an idiot with yeah. shit he does. Yeah. You know what I mean? But. It's like the Michael Jackson thing too. Right. Same thing. I'm still going to bump Billie Jean at my wedding. All right. You know what All I mean? Right, yeah. <laughs> like, it's as simple as that. You can't tell me I'm not going to listen to that. And I still hear it in restaurants. Like me and my yeah. girl just went out for dinner oh, yeah. the other night. We heard uh, whatever the fuck it was, Billie Jean playing. So I'm glad people are still accepting of it to that extent. But like Bill Cosby, you know what I mean? Nobody's going to put any of his shit out anymore. Yeah. It's over. Yeah. You know, you don't deserve anything. But again, he doesn't have anything that people listen to or watch on a regular basis. Like, how many people do you really know where he's going back into the tapes and watching Bill Cosby stand up from the 80s or some right. shit? Nobody does that. Even when Bill Cosby, before he got accused right. of all this shit, who did that? Right. Nobody did that. Yeah. Right? Maybe, what was that show that he was on? The Brady Bunch? No. No, Bill Cosby show. The Bill Cosby. What am I talking about? Brady Bunch? Brady Bunch. That's way back. <laughs> I don't know why that's, that's the one that came back. to me. Yeah, the Bill Cosby show, obviously. Um, there was another one too that wasn't there. I can't remember another show that he was on. Yeah, they were like called Hustle Huxtables or something like that. He was a yes. doctor. Yeah, 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 yeah. I don't remember the name of the show, but I think that that was definitely like their the last name or whatever it was Huxtable. Yeah. I always remember that name in in reference to him. Um, what what fight are you, like? Let's let's just not even look at the screen. What fight are you most looking forward to that's coming up outside of the Brazil card tonight? Well, obviously Khabib Tony, right? That's you the main one, eh? That's that's the. You know I mean, can you me, remember anything that comes close to that, dude? Like, like in terms of thirteen and zero, and then an undefeated for for the undefeated, no. Like tw- twenty eight and zero for Khabib, thirteen straight f- wins for Tony Ferguson in the same division, and I they can, haven't fought. I can see Tony cutting Khabib. That's that's the thing that we did. When's the last him, time you've seen Khabib cut? Never, never. I don't know what his skin's made, made out of, but Tony Ferguson's going to figure out a way he's to get so through it. So good at taking punches, eh? Yeah, you know, very. He, he doesn't show damage. He's like yeah. Paul Felder, unfortunately, right? Yeah, like he comes out there probably beating uh, Hooker, but looks like he got beat the fuck out yeah. of. But if you watch the fight back, he didn't when get beat that, that bad. Again, I can't wait to see that one again. But uh, dude, Ferguson and Khabib, like. I'm going to take a small underdog shot on Tony Ferguson. Yeah, I would too. I think people are taking, like, he's a, a two-to-one dog. Taking, I'm, I'm taking Khabib, obviously. You yeah, know, yeah. I'm Khabib, not Hugger. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> okay, okay. That's fine. You know what I mean? But yeah. until somebody beats him, you know what I mean? How you going to, you know what I mean? That's true. I just don't see anybody at 55 beating him. I'm sorry, I don't. Not even, you know, GSP came back. He ain't beating at 55. Int- uh, at 70, I think it would be interesting. It's a different story. But also, 55? I, no. I really wish, like, that we need to get past this Ferguson fight to see if the GSP fight is even a consideration or a possible thing that they would do. I just don't see GSP getting out of bed for Me it. Me either. I don't either. And do we really need to see it, though? I don't want to see it. Why honestly. do we need to see it? I don't want to see it. <laughs> As a fan I mean? of both guys? Right. Right? I don't. But, uh, it would be amazing to see. Yeah. 
GSP's old now, man. Like, come on, give the guy a break. You know, it's what it's what a, up an old man for. It's kind of, it's kind of the lose lose for Khabib in a sense too. Like if he loses, he loses to GSP. Right. But yeah, if he win, wins, you'd be up an old man. Exactly. That's what people are going to continuously say. Yeah. Right. So I don't see what the the obviously the money is the driving factor there, which is why Khabib would want it. Yeah. So I completely understand that it's aspect a of it. Thing too, right, man. How much for your legacy though? Again, but, with that mark on it. For for Khabib, I'll tell you right yeah. now, it's his dad who wants it more than him. <laughs> yeah. Think about it. Every time he says, my dad wants, my dad wants, my dad wants, right? That's so true. I did not even think about that aspect of it. His dad wants it more than him. Because his dad says he's the greatest. His dad said he was yeah. the best athlete in to ever participate in USC or He has a good argument for it. <laughs> he does. You know, he absolutely does, you know. Yeah. But but I, I truly think that Ferguson is the, the biggest test for him strictly due to the jiu-jitsu. And I know people are going to be like, oh, that's the same argument over and over. But let's be real. Like, he is the most awkward on the ground. He fights off of the ground with his elbows, which is probably the most effective right. thing that you could do. That's what's going to get him. That's another thing. Dude, if you remember the Paul Felder and Edson Barboza fight, Barboza takes Felder down, and then Felder just eats him up off the ground with yep. his, start pouring blood off of Barboza, and Barboza got back up. Like, fuck, maybe I shouldn't have done that. That's what Ferguson is going right. to do to most people right yeah i mean um one thing that people always put out there is like look kevin lee got full mount on tony ferguson okay but he got out of it i know could be my it might be a little bit harder to get out of that with khabib yeah. got out of it and he won we can do the same argument with uh, dustin poirier and khabib what if it was ferguson who had that guillotine on him they would have been done right so yeah. you can have both sides of the argument oh, yeah, absolutely i'm totally fine with that but i love i i want ferguson to win it and I wouldn't mind them getting a rematch right away. I would love to see Tony win. And then get Khabib get it back. And then as at least Ferguson gets the gold. That's what I want. I would love I want. to see Tony win. I would just, I, I wouldn't pick him. No. You know I mean? But as a Khabib, not hugger, as you say. Yep. <laughs> wouldn't you love the fact of seeing Ferguson get the title and then Khabib get, yep. come back in the rematch? Same and get way it back. I wanted to see Yoel beat Izzy. Oh, yeah, yeah. But yeah. then Izzy can get the title back right after. Exactly. You know like I mean? they're at that state where they're like, all right, immediate rematch. Right. Or something like that. Right. Obviously, uh, Khabib would get the immediate rematch. There's no way you could deny that. Okay. I got a question for you. Hit me. Uh, DC, Stipe, who wins? I am a DC nut hugger. <laughs> yeah, dude. I it, it blew my mind. The first fight, plus 240 underdog, yeah. DC. Yeah. Cash that shit. I'm like, what do you mean plus 240 DC? Who the fuck are you guys talking about? And then uh, the, 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 the rematch. Time. I think it was a minus... 140 a minus 150 favorite took him in that too but pulling my hair out with his game plan of standing there with Stipe the entire time and trying to get the knockout or whatever it was use your wrestling dude you have a uh, huge right. wrestling cred pedigree and Stipe doesn't have the greatest takedown defense isn't it funny how these wrestlers don't use it Yoel didn't use it the other nope. night Yoel doesn't use it ever like you know barely I mean? ever it's been a long time since he's used it he relies on his power it was, uh, he may have taken somebody down but they got right back up type what's of thing. his name Whitaker First took one. him down, but Whitaker was pretty much right back up. Yep. There was ne I can't remember the last fight where you can say you all took the guy down and then stayed on top of him because yep. that's what's effective about the wrestling aspect of it, right? Um, but yeah, with DC, I think he is capable of keeping Stipe down, and we saw that a little bit in the first fight too. Got him down, or no, the first round of the second first fight. Round, yeah, yeah, he took him down and held him down. Yep. So I think skill for skill, he's the better fighter. Um, his chin—that's going to be a concern coming into this fight. Um, but I like the underdog money on him. They have him as an, under, as an underdog now, even though Stipe had a minute of success in that fight, which ended up being the finish, but still. I think Stipe will finish him again. You are, you're on the Stipe yeah. train, eh? Okay, yeah. okay. I don't know. Skill for skill, I still believe that DC is the better fighter. The only thing so is that the age, uh, the possible chin issues of DC, 
Uh, but otherwise, I think he washes him. I just think Stipe catches him again. You think he gets the knockout yeah. shot again? Because he, get, he, he adjusted so well that I fight, know, man. dude. I've never seen Stipe do that before, ever. That's that good. I, I've never seen DC that kind of flustered, where it was like something happening so quickly that he can't adjust. Yeah. Like when Jones beat him, Jones was beating him, yeah. right? And yeah. then Jones knocked him or something like that, right? But this fight, it was just like, okay, how do I defend this body shot? And then boom, right to the head. Like, yeah. come on. That was one of the craziest mid-fight adjustments I've ever seen in any yeah. fight. Yeah. I got, I'll got, i give it up to Stipe in that aspect. But I think we're going to see a different DC. A DC that goes for the takedown. It'd be good to see DC get another title before he leaves. The, you know that's I mean? the funny thing. He would win it and then they would... He would vacate it. Yeah, he's a great analyst, though, man. Great, great analyst, yeah. Him. He I has, love him. Oh, I, know. I dude, who do you have as your top or your fight commentator? My fight commentators. Okay, I I only pick in Cruz because I like how much he breaks down stuff for the fans, for the new ones, for the yep. casuals. You know what I mean? Yeah. I know everybody hates it, but you, we need that, man. Yeah. We need to get these kids educated because they ain't getting educated. We're getting all these stupid tweets all over. He's time, very you know smart I mean? too. He's very very smart. Super smart. Him. I got DC number one probably. I like Paul Felder. Dan Hooker, sorry. Um, Dan Hardy, that's my number one. You love Dan Hardy? I love He's Dan your guy, Hardy, eh? Man. He's I a Fear the Fighter guy as well, too, if, I, yeah. if I'm not mistaken. Um, I love, uh, I'd say DC is number one for me just because of the, the joy and like genuine love of the sport that he brings yep. to the commentating booth. I love him as number one. Paul Felder for me, number two. I really am impressed with him, and he has fun with it, but technically he's very good as well, too. Mm -hmm. uh, he knows what positions that he's breaking down and all that type of stuff. But then when he, like, him with the European crew, which is Dan Hardy and uh, John Gooden, Gooden yep. he has a blast with those guys yep. all the time. If you ever recognize, I don't know if they're calling this card. I know, actually, DC's calling DC this card. Is, yeah. yeah. Um, but I'd say DC, Felder, um, Cruz, Dan Hardy, and then I've always liked Joe Rogan. Joe, Joe Rogan is, I, I, he gets so much flack out there. Yeah, he does. I get a little bit of it, but as a, as a, as a person, I, I love his podcast. Obviously, that's something I, I'm a, I, a big I, fan I of. That's, I'll tell yeah. you, someone, me too, I don't follow many fighters, eh? You don't follow many fighters at all? Nope. Interesting. Or just just a, or anything like that. Interesting. I've never been that type of person. Like now, if you if I like uh, who I, uh, Nico Price, yeah. I mean, I, we follow one another. Dan Hardy, we follow, because we, we interact with one another, right? If I don't interact yeah. with him, I'm not going to follow him. Yeah, I that's do follow true. some. Yeah. You know, I mean, don't get me wrong. I do follow some because I need some information and everything. But. Of course. That's that's why I follow like most of the fighters as well as too. I get it from everybody else on yeah. Twitter, right? Yeah. It's but, because there's a retweet and everything right away. Yeah. Mostly. I love uh, I love Chaz Skelly. That's another guy that talks a lot with yep. the fighters because yep. he's a big better himself yep. too, right? So he talks. Juan, uh, Adams. Juan Adams as well. Yeah. Shout out to Juan. It's nice to have those fighters that actually like communicate. And it's fun though that we're in a sport where fighters are as accessible as they are yeah. compared to back in the day. NBA, NHL, MLB. You're not getting this type of interaction from these guys. You know, barring you the Conor McGregor's right. and the GSPs and the John Joneses, but like every other fighter is pretty much attainable to get an interview with or whatever it is, yeah. right? So I love that we're in this sport for the, this aspect. And then being around the regional scene and being around the fighters in that way too is pretty fucking cool too. Like yeah. Jordan Mean was a boss to be around. Um, I love uh, I love the, the, the fact that Pedro Munoz goes out there and knocks out Cordy Garbrandt at UFC 235, but then comes back and shits an egg against Aljamain yeah. Sterling. Yeah. Because I was so high on fucking Pedro Munoz. I'm like, yo, this guy, after he knocked out Garbrandt, he has the hands and he has the jujitsu as well. His chokes are one of the craziest chokes as well, yeah. too. And the way he finished Brian Caraway was great as well. Caraway was a nice that. one, man. <laughs> that was really nice. Dude, do you remember the Ronda and Tate beef? Yep. Did you, did you, like, I see a lot of people were giving flack to 
to Misha too in terms of how she like handled it. But like, like, like the big thing that I can remember from that was the the, the handshake thing. Do you remember that at the end oh, of the yeah. fight? Yeah, yeah. And then like Ronda just like prances away, like "Nah, bitch, I won." <laughs> I was never a Ronda fan. You know, to I, me, I agree. She was like the bully. Right? Yes, because all the girls who were just she was fighting in the beginning. They were, you know, I mean, they didn't have half the experience. Yeah, they did you know? pioneer? They, you know, Ronda was kind of the pioneer of higher level right women's mixed martial arts, slightly higher, way up there compared to like jujitsu. She blew everybody out of the water. Awesome. Judo, jujitsu, yeah. nobody could defend that shit. It's like you know, you know, the armbar is coming. Yeah, right. Still can't stop it. No, that's that's like the, the. I mean, yeah. like uh, Khabib. You yeah. know the takedown's coming. Exactly. You ain't That's something that TJ said as well. Laramie, when I had him in the last week, he goes, what's scarier, not knowing what's coming or knowing what's coming and not being able to stop it? <laughs> like, <laughs> you could train the entire camp to not get taken yeah. down. You're going to get taken down by Khabib. Yeah. Right? But then it's when fighters are able to adjust and actually be like, okay, I'm going to be in this position, but now how do I work out of this position right. and, and capitalize on it? So Ferguson, elbows. But what does everybody say? No one's been as heavy no. as Khabib, yeah. right? He feels Absolutely. so much heavier when he's on you compared to every other fighter they've had. Yeah. Sparring partners, they have heavier guys. They have 185s in there, 170s in there. Yeah. He still feels heavier than that. That's It's insane. crazy to me, man. I, I, I don't think he's ever faced a scrambler like Tony, which is No, my, and he said concern. that too. He even said himself, yeah. be that Tony is going to be his toughest fight ever. He yeah. thought to all the other guys, I'm going to beat them. Yeah. Tony, this is going to be a tough one. I can't wait for that one, dude. I hope it don't get canceled. Don't. <laughs> Anytime any, anybody says those sequence of words, it just it pains me a little bit. It's not, it, can't, it might get suspended. I know, I know, I know. You know what I mean? But, I, but, but I, I'm the same way. How insane is it? Is that it's coming to like an, a worldwide pandemic as to why we potentially might not see this fight right. for the fifth time for that it was booked? Time. Like, there's no way that the world cannot tell you any other way that we don't want this fight to happen. <laughs> Well, you wait to see the uh, the numbers that ESPN is going to get for tonight's fights. Yeah, massive. Uh, yeah, I think they no changed it from uh, they changed it from ESPN Plus to ESPN because there's on nothing both. else on. It's on both oh, yeah. ESPN Plus and ESPN. Yeah, even Dana better. White said it yesterday, and they they are so lucky with the the fight lineup that they do have too because it is a very exciting card, especially yeah. the main card, yeah. right? So I they could really definitely get some Bellator today, man. That was a, yesterday. Yeah, yeah, yesterday, fuck. Yeah, 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 yeah. Right, today is Saturday. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> We're gonna watch the fights very shortly. It's always four twenty. Uh, exactly. <laughs> Your days are all fucking mixed yeah. up anyway. But uh, yeah, dude, I was really looking forward to that card too. Yeah. Emmanuel Sanchez is. I had a little bit of money on him to beat David, Daniel Vaitro, but. Um, um, the main event. I forgot all about it until uh, Brandon yeah. the Truth reminded me with his tweet, eh? Oh, yeah. Great fuck. guy. Shout out to him. Yeah, yeah. Brandon's a beast. I might eventually have him in here one day, too. Yeah. I know he's down there in the States, but I, I'm working on some Great things. guy. <laughs> well, That's one his, thing. And his girlfriend from Toronto? Exactly. So <laughs> there's the end. There's the plug. That's right. <laughs> um, she's great, too. You'll be right here, buddy. Yeah. She, she's great, too. She might Amazing. find herself in there, too. Amazing. So, um, uh, yeah, no, that, that's another reason I wanted to do this show is to like put faces to the actual, to, like we obviously have videos and stuff that we do, but we never get to see you in this form. Yeah. You're, you might, you're talking about possibly doing your own podcast as yeah. well. I don't know how far along or if you want to even We're say anything about that. We're still in the beginning stages of that right now. Okay. Um, but it is truth. It, like it is going to happen. We are definitely going to be having a podcast. Nice. That's we are, awesome. We are actually building everything right now. So do, have you thought about it in terms of like format or? jack shit, man. Nothing. Or I'm, I'm just waiting just for an old man. I'm just gonna <laughs> sit down in a chair and tell yeah. you what the fuck I yeah. think. But 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 the, but that's your that's the, the the premise of your podcast. It's gonna be weed, fights, and yeah. food. And it's just off the top. I'm not no script, no nothing. No script, man. Perfect. No, no, no. Guests uh, or no guests? Guests coming in, calling yeah. in. You know okay. Mean? Nice. Skype. 
Perfect. That's one thing I want to initiate in my other podcast where I break down fights is people, if they have specific questions about specific fights, I want to do voice though, not just Twitter questions. I want to do voice. So that'll be something crazy too. And that's why I told, when you told me that you're doing the podcast, I'm like, dude, this is the best thing you could do for yourself. Strictly due to the fact that you engage with people as often as you do. Mm -hmm. I mean, like that, that's something that you enjoy doing and, and to have that platform, you're going to have an audience, right? Right. Like that. Right. Like I will be able to see even from the fucking analytics of this episode alone, how much of a following you're going to get. So it's great. It's, it's no good, brainer, right? dude. It's all a plus, right? It's no, it's a no brainer. Yeah, yeah. And do you think it's doable with like the schedule that you currently have, like once uh, a week or something like that? Uh, that's going to be tough. That's going to be tough to get you know, to a strict yeah. Because thing, I, right? I, I work such long hours. That, yeah. You know what I mean? It's, and it's, it's weird hours. You know what I mean? I'm traveling here, traveling there. Yeah. You know what I mean? So. I think you should, like, I don't think you should hold yourself to a day. Right. I'm not, yeah, not at the beginning. I'm going to get, I'm just going to do whatever the hell. Yeah. You know what I mean, and then once I get into a routine where yeah. I can feel comfortable with, yeah. you know, where I can get my schedule all set up, then we'll go to it from but, there. But I think with you, it doesn't even, it's not even going to matter if you say, okay, Wednesday, every Wednesday is coming out. And whatever every Wednesday, whenever you are comfortable enough to be like, all right, I have enough to talk on the mic for a half an hour, exactly. 45 minutes an hour. I'm just going to do it. Whether it's two times a week, once a week, three times a week, yeah. whatever the fuck it is, depending on what's going on. If you just want to vent, I'm, I'm sure people enjoy that, that part of it too. Um, I've always been fascinated by people that are able to do uh, podcasts by themselves, strictly by themselves, and just riffing on whatever. Like Aaron. Chris D'Elia does it, Aaron does it. Um, like I'm just talk- talking about any podcast period. Yeah, yeah. To be able to riff for an hour and know that you got to fill an hour of time. With me, when I do my podcast solo, is me breaking down the card. So I have right. something that I need have to talk about. content already there. Exactly. Compared to just, all right, guys, it's March Freestyle. 14th. <laughs> this is what happened this past week and all that type of stuff. Right. I admire people that are able to do that. Yeah. Like, I can't carry something by myself like that. Yeah. <laughs> For sure. Well, I don't know if I'd be able to either. You know, I'm going to yeah. have somebody with me. Um, yeah. Probably almost every time. Okay. Um, but, I th- but I'm but i sure like some of it's still going to be... It'd be mostly me though. Yeah, exactly. But you have the thoughts where you're able to deliver and oh, yeah. your thoughts are so impactful already to which people are going to really enjoy and really want to watch more and more yeah it's gonna be a lot of fun for sure it's yeah. mostly about fun you know yeah. what I mean? i'm gonna have a fucking good time of course I, mean? I can't wait to see like what you so, got brewing yeah <laughs> get it all together do you have a possible eta for it or just fucking uh, i don't even know I'm tentative to tbd to be determined probably around a month <laughs> okay guessing. nice two months maybe in that area i it, can't it, fucking it, wait it's hard it's hard to say you know what I mean? yeah for sure you, you don't want to hold yourself to something right. and then, like, like fall said, through it. Right. yeah exactly. of course so. that's that's the thing that i've had to like really deal with is like holding myself to making sure i get a guest every week right making sure i you know do my breakdown podcast every monday to release tuesday because people are relying on that information well, you gotta start tagging me in these things so i can yeah see <laughs> i man. appreciate you know what I mean? dude remember i told you how cody saftik is a needle mover yeah he has been dethroned <laughs> You are the fucking needle mover. You are the needle. (laughs) Bro, the the rub I got strictly from that one video has been insane. Good. Insane. I'm grateful of that. Super appreciative. I hope my fans can do the same for you in terms of in that aspect as well. I know some of my guys in my groups know about you. Some of them don't yet. But once they see this podcast, they're going to be like, yo, this guy's the best. All they need to do is just go to his timeline. That's a sale enough, dude. Just an old man having a good time. But you have that, like, I'm not calling it a character, but like a a unique perspective compared to the most. uh, And you're you're able to be out and about about it too. Whereas people are just like a uh, fighter avatar as their, their picture. Right. And they never show their face or they never do anything like yeah. that. It adds a little bit more validity and, and legitimacy to a person when they're able to be this open about it. Well, I'm I'm going to be open and honest no matter what it is, right? Perfect. I mean, and, that, and unfortunately, it gets... 
people offended a lot. You know what <laughs> I mean? But like I say, I'll never lie to you. Yeah. You know what I mean? I'll always tell you the truth. Unfortunately, sometimes I'm too honest, too upfront, yeah. too blunt sometimes, but just who I am, man. Exactly. But people enjoy it. Hence why you have such a giant following. Yeah. Well, I had a, a big Twitter handle prior to this one here. Yeah. Like over 5,000 something followers. And then Yeesh. BKFC. I'm sure you'll get it back. Oh, yeah. <laughs> me right off, eh? Fuck y'all. Fuck you, bitches. We're just trying to fucking help out over here. That's I'm, it. Get I'm the word out. I'm you know what I mean? Exactly. Yeah, exactly. That's true. And you have you have their demographic, too, though. That's the thing. So yeah. they should be thankful of people like you and even Shay, uh, Shannon, or whatever. Yeah, Shay's a great woman. Yeah, Shay. Awesome. I've had d- d- nothing but good interactions with her. But, um, yeah, you guys are putting out more of a word than they are because they're tapping into the, the the audience that they wanted to appease. Yeah. I don't get it. Even do you remember that thing that happened with the the local event here where they put out a thing saying you have to have at least three articles regarding our event and then we'll give you media credentials. Yeah, no. <laughs> you didn't see that. It was going around Twitter for a little bit. Where no. like I won't. I know which event it was. I see you, <laughs> um, but I won't put you guys on blast. But they put out an email saying that you have to have it was either three or five articles on their event, on their website, and then they would grant them media credentials. The person who put out that email wow. was still ended up going to those events, that event, whatever it is. So I guess I ended up working out anyway. But that's not the way you want to approach no, it if you want people on. to cover your shit. Yeah. Somebody, I forgot who it was, somebody brought up the idea of just, okay, say that here are possible headlines. These are the, the storylines going into our event. And yes, here are your credentials. Yeah. If you do want to write a story about it, right. these are the things you could... Cover. Yep. I think that's a little bit more yep. acceptable. Yep. Right? Yep. Yep. But they're like, no. <laughs> Put a little bit more thought into it, especially if you want to be a respected exactly. promotion, right? Like when we were doing our SEC thing, we were super bare bones, like literally bare bones to the max where we just wanted to put the fights on to get these guys experience. So with these other companies, they're seeming to be like trying to put on more of a production, trying to be a, a high level competitor. Yeah, yeah. And then they're just being half-assed with the way they deal with the media, which is their gateway. Which, exactly. You know <laughs> to I mean? getting a bigger audience. I hope you come out to the next event, dude. I'll, I'm definitely going to try to get Good. up there. Let's link up and like because Dave Press wants to do it with me too, right? Sick. Yeah, so. exactly. I'm. Sure it would be nice to have like a little MMA Twitter gathering there. Yeah. Based on whoever else yep. is out there, I don't know if there's any like MMA Twitter beefs that we don't know about. So. <laughs> you don't keep up with that shit. Good. No. I don't either. Fuck that. <laughs> I just keep scrolling, man. If I don't like something, I just keep. Yeah. I don't fucking put all any negative shit. I try not to. Let me. Yeah. Let me. I say I try not to put any negative shit. Okay. I do sometimes. I know. I get it. But like I say, just my opinion. You know what I mean? You got to vent sometimes. You do. It's and all good. Unfortunately, Twitter, you're going to get it all. <laughs> um, at what point did you really believe that this Twitter thing was something that you wanted to latch on to as much as you did? Um, like, was there I, a turning point for you where like, okay, I'm having legit conversations with yeah, people now. when I started having conversations with people who actually knew what they were talking about. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, who, do, do you recall one of the first people that you really started to follow on the MMA Twitter uh, that you're like... The person who welcomed me really to MMA Twitter is uh, G from Woke TV now. Okay. G Spot. Shout out G. Great woman. Yeah. I love her. Yeah. I mean, she was one of the first ones I met on... Uh, she really walked me to MMA Twitter. Um, after that, who would have been um, no stone unturned or no? Oh yeah, stone, great right? guy, great guy. Follow train king. Yep. Uh, and of course, feel the MMA dude, fight geek. Yep. You know, fight myself podcast. Yep. Great guys, you know, amazing people. It's a good little community that it we is. got on there too. Yeah. Like it, it really helps. Um, like 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 feel at home in a bit when you have those people like yeah. i have my mma gambling twitter community that i'm always right. with that i have my family there 
And then there's like the other MMA Twitter handles out there that are like synonymous. Right. As soon as you see that Mac Malley, like a, a big right. guy right yeah. there too, right? Another one. Uh, he he's always helping out those smaller guys too yeah. in any aspect that he can as well. Um, is there uh, is there something that you kind of want to like? Did, did you go into this thinking that it would turn into a potential podcast or? Absolutely not. It was just more of a. I was just on there just to talk fights and yeah. shit. You know what I mean? Not to have good <laughs> and then it does blew up. Was there a certain point where it like really blew up or has it just been gradual? It's just been, I don't know. I've, I've always had followers. Like, <laughs> even with uh, Instagram shit, stupid things I post on there. You know yeah. what I mean? I've always had people just follow me for, I don't know. I don't think, I don't know if a lot of people know that you have an Instagram as well. Yeah, I do have Instagram. Uh Link is my name. <laughs> I'll put it in the description below so you guys can follow it there and see his uh, shenanigans more so in picture form. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I do have an Instagram. I don't use that as much. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, and then that TikTok, I just do that just to clip some good videos. Yeah, and yeah, throw yeah. On Twitter, right? It's a lot of food porn. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I love food, man. You can tell I love food. Yeah. You know what I mean? Do, are you, uh, do, do you like specialize in something in terms of like making something? Do you make something that uh, you're like? At home, my family loves my mate, homemade pizza. Okay. Barbecue, anything, you know what I mean? Nice. Um, but like, I love making ribs. Like, I love, like, oh, yeah. taking the day, marinate that shit, yeah. let it sit, do what it needs to do. That's what I take That's pride my in. Wife. It, yeah, yeah, with the ribs yeah. specifically. Cook. You know, my, do you have, wife, so would you feel like that with the pizza? Is that what you're saying? Like, you put time and effort oh, into yeah. your pizza and make you're like, whole, make the dough from fresh, everything, right? Nice. Oh, yeah. Everything from shit. scratch, man. That's Not sick. the pepperoni and everything, you know what I mean? But the yeah. sauce, the dough, everything's from scratch, man. It's hilarious how closely knit the, I feel like the food community and the MMA community is because there are so many people that only talk about food, yeah. even though they're strictly like MMA based things. Yep. Like, I have one of my friends that's going to be soon starting a food show. On his MMA channel. <laughs> yeah. Because he loves it. He, did, he Instagrams about it a lot. And he goes, yo, I'm going to do a legit show about Serious it. Serious King, shout to him. Another one. Yes, another one. He's always putting out those challenges. Or like He's those like a podcast out too, eh? Oh, yeah? Okay. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I did see you tweet about it, actually. Great guy. I believe I follow him anyway. And he said he's a casual. Oh, man. He's just great. You know what I mean? That's <laughs> what I, Who was another one? Combat Sports with Rhino. I told you about yeah. him. Yeah. I did hit the follow after that. I remember um, that. I would like to listen to podcasts of our... MMA Twitter fans, yeah, people, you know, because again, it feels like a community. So, like, whatever they're talking about, you kind of know, yeah. Oh, I know who he's talking about. The MMA nerd, another one, yeah, great podcast. Shout out to her, you know. There's so many good ones, man. I'm so glad that we do have the podcasting platform, though, yeah, compared to you know, radio, (laughs) yeah, you know what I mean. Like, I used to uh, do a college radio show way back, and I had like. Area Hawani on it. I had Sam Stout on it. Oh, yeah. I had a couple of people come Sam. on. A bunch of yeah, Stout Stout's such a G Amazing. pioneer. Yeah. Ontario pioneer. Um but yeah, that was the only way that people were really able to hear it. But now it's like you just record it and put it up on YouTube or you put it up on Spotify, SoundCloud, all that type of shit. Yeah. And you can get a following off that too. It's crazy how many celebrities are doing it themselves too. Like yeah. people you would think you would never hear from on a regular basis. Now we're getting Mike Tyson getting baked all the time, having podcasts. That's funny. The f- if I told you that 20 years ago, would you have believed me? Not at all. <laughs> yeah. Like that's one of those onion potential article type things, right? right? Like well, there's no way. Thought, I'm going to make a podcast. <laughs> Exactly. What the fuck is a podcast? Exactly. Right? Exactly. You know what I mean? You mean the radio? Right. <laughs> no. Yeah. No, I, I love it. It just gives people a platform to to talk about what they're most passionate about, have connections, have interactions, allow people to see other sides of people that they're not right. They haven't seen before. You know, I'm sure the only thing people have seen of you are your videos, like yep. the 40 second intervals that you give them to them, right? Yep, exactly. So now they can like peel again, peel back the curtain a bit. Jay and toe doesn't matter, but still. 
we get Jim in, in in total in total Jim fashion. I love it. This thing never leaves my mouth. <laughs> he showed up to my house. Four twenty. He showed up to my house with that in his mouth. It's always four twenty. <laughs> Don't get it fucking twisted. <laughs> uh, the, uh, last thing I do want to touch on: Have you been to a UFC event? I've been to probably maybe a dozen of them. Nice, like Almost Toronto. Every one in Toronto. Almost yep. every single one. I've been to the GSP once. Uh, Max Holloway seen that guy umpteen times. Too. I know. Collingwood and seen him there too. Right? That's where he hangs out. Just so you know. Collingwood? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Blue Mountain or whatever, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, That's yeah. Where he hangs out. Yeah. <laughs> You're just waiting there for him. <laughs> uh, did you go to like the Montreal events too? And uh, stuff, I went or? to one in Montreal yeah. years back. Yeah. Um, but it's been a couple of years now since I've been to an event. I think, work is so tough with me, eh? Mm-hmm. Once summertime comes, that's it. Like, Wintertime's the best time for me, right? Because we don't work as much in the winter. Yeah. Um, so that's the best time for me to get out and do anything I want to really do. Because once I start back to work, it's tough for me. I'm flip-flopping back and forth. It doesn't help that they don't often come out here. Right. That's the thing, right? Yeah. Like the last one we had was... Uh, Usually we get December, eh? December. There was one in September. The Jones and Gustafson one was a, mm-hmm. a September card. But yeah, normally it's December. I think the last one we had was Ortega and Holloway. Yep. That was which December. was a while ago. Yeah. That's the last one was that. Oh, 18, I think it was. 206, wasn't it? Or 213? Two, 206 was Pettis and Holloway, which was That's here. That's what was at. 241, I think, is the one that happened in Toronto. I might be That's off it. on that. I mean, Whatever it was. I was at, yeah. I've never missed one there. Yeah. I've gone, yeah, I've gone to fucking shit. Nope. Uh, 241. This was in August. You know what? In 2018. Um, but I, I love the uh, the one. I, I went to Vegas. I went to McGregor to McGregor Aldo. That was fucking fun. So it was too quick, eh? I didn't mind that, though, because the whole week as an experience was great. You I mean, for that, whole fight week and everything? So the, the, that was one of the event, one of the weeks where they did a Wednesday card, Thursday card. No, sorry, Thursday card, Friday card, Saturday card. Oh, all in Vegas. Yeah, yeah. So I went to the Thursday card, which is Paige Van Zandt against Rose. Yeah. That was a great card. Uh, the next night, we went to go watch Joe Rogan Comedy Live uh, during the same time as Mendez Edgar. That was that night. And then the next night was... Alder, uh, Aldo McGregor. We do that whenever Rogan comes to Toronto. We go see Rogan on the Friday night. It's great. Why there. not? Like yeah. it's 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 a great little thing to do. Like back to back days. Sometimes they even go to the Wayans too. Go to the Wayans, then stay there, yeah. then go to the Rogan show. Yeah. Um, what's the what's the is there one event that you, that really sticks out for you in terms of the most fun you've had at an, at an event? Uh, wish I wasn't so high. I remember them. <laughs> <laughs> I think you were there for the the Choi and Swanson fight. Oh yeah. You were there for that, oh, right? Yeah. That one's got to yeah. stick out. Oh, it definitely sticks out. Recency bias, though, right? Yeah, yeah of course. Yeah, I mean, any GSP fight. I love GSP. You know what I mean? Yeah. Big time GSP nut hugger. But uh, <laughs> I would say probably recency bias would definitely be the Cub Swanson and then the Buck Choi is what we were calling them there. <laughs> yeah. I'm glad that fight happened and the way that it did. We fuck. had guys right beside us all around us, actually, from Ireland. Yeah. Oh, my God, man. These boys could party. Fucking yeah. Fucking drink, man. Oh, of my course. God. They must. I was popping fucking edibles and smoking on the pen. You know, we talk about the pen, right? So discreet. Inside, right? So discreet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Right there. Go in the bathroom, you know what I mean? Smoke a joint. Yeah. So I went to I went to Boston for a McGregor card and the Irish showed up. Oh yeah. The Irish showed the fuck up. Yeah. It was a great, great event. Even even the Aldo McGregor card, the Irish showed up there too, right? Yeah. It's always a great time when you get to see a Connor just be in that essence of it. That's fucking awesome. The energy there must be yeah. unbelievable. Dude, the the one that happened at uh, Skydome. Uh, GSP and Shields, that one was huge. That was huge. Yeah. That was I, I've never felt anything like that, and specifically when Aldo fought Hominick. Yeah. And Hominick yeah. in the fifth round, he was like making that sort of comeback. He needed to finish that round to get yeah. the fight. Yeah. 
the crowd, the energy, the, the dude, like I still get chills yeah, thinking about it. It was insane. Yeah. Even his walkout, he walked out to I'm coming home. I'm coming home, yeah. That was insane, dude. And then they, they had the Canadian flag and then they had the snow come in front of it and then it just blacks out into him. I'm like, oh, I'm so corny for that type of shit. I love walkouts. Yeah. Like, uh, You must love Izzy's then, eh? I didn't well, mind, no, wasn't that, that good though. No, for me though, it's more so the, the, the song and oh, the moment. Right, right. Rather the energy than the that they bring. Yeah. Like Gustafson coming out to fight John Jones. He came out to his uh, an Avicii song called Wake Me Up. And uh that was the first time I ever heard it. But it was just like a it sounded like a guy, like a contender truly coming to the pinnacle of where he's about to show out and show the world that he's a high level guy. And we got one of the greatest fights of all time yeah. against him and John Jones that yeah. night. And there's a lot of Swedish fans there too. Uh Toronto super multicultural yeah. right so there's a lot of Swedish fans it, that one just still gives me chills um, that was probably one of the better cards that Toronto had it really was insane that was a great yeah. I think Shab fought Mitrione on that card I think I had shitty seats for that one though you know I yeah. think I was way up top because usually we're down low eh yeah but I think I, I it was last minute or something that was 170 or no 165 165 right? yeah, Barau right, right. versus Wineland where Barau yeah, yeah. Uh, spinning back kicked him uh Khabib fought on that card against Pat Healy. Miles Jury fought on it too. Miles Jury, Wilson Hayes, a Wonder Boy against Chris, Clem Chris yeah. Clements, who himself it was, was a wild man. Card. Fuck, I didn't write Khabib. Yeah, Khabib against Pat Healy. <laughs> he murdered him that fight. I don't remember that man. Yeah, Francis Carlin. It's all good. We know why. <laughs> Just as I don't, I don't remember in the moment. The only thing I remember in the moment is the Barrow finish and the Gustafson and Jones fight. I don't remember. I remember the Barrow finish, but and, and the Jones fight, but I don't remember Habib fighting at all, yeah. man. I don't remember. Like I was there from. I know for sure the first prelim fight all the way to the end, but I don't yeah, remember Preseris against Jesse Ronson. I don't remember Alex Caceres against Roland Delorme. Michigan, you know, was a nice local guy too. Wasn't Hayes against Ivan Menjavar. Miles Jury against Mike Reach. Miles that was a crazy yeah, fucking card, that man. Was a now that I'm thinking about card. it, was the, a I think, card, man. dude, the, I think overall the best card I've seen live was uh, UFC 140. Um, Jones Machida. This one was at the ACC. I don't think I was at this one, dude. Him, uh, Frank Mir against Antonio Hajirio no. Nogueira. Yeah, it was that that finish, yo, Nogueira rocks Mir. Mir comes, takes him down, gets a Kimura, and they just keep flipping while Mir is rocked, and then he breaks his arm. Okay, I'm sure you've seen the video, yeah, the highlight yeah, of that, yeah. but the, just the change of pace and everything, it was insane. Mir is a fucking brilliant man. Insane. Brilliant it's man. It's unfortunate his chin just can't take any more yeah, damage, yeah. hence why he's not in the UFC anymore. Yeah. But Great podcast, too, eh? Uh, I haven't listened to it yet. Phone booth fighting. You know who else has a good one? Uh, Dan Hardy, man. Uh, yeah, now, I've seen some of, of his breakdowns. His the reptile room or something it's yeah, called. It's full reptile. Full reptile. Yeah, he's the, got a, I think it's a, he does another one called like the war room or something yeah, that's where he breaks uh, down the fights. Somebody else, and he also does one with uh, Mark Goddard, the referee. They oh, oh yeah, 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 yeah. You're well. right. You are right about that. I do, I do recall that they do have like clips every now and then because Goddard is able to talk about commission shit and refereeing yeah. and shit, right? Yeah. So I guess that's a good like. I'm glad that he is one of the guys that's actually taking the step out. Yeah, and like. Talking about, I refs. like Goddard, man, as a referee. Yeah. I really do like him. It, well, I don't know why more fighters don't do that. There's, there's another one, Ben Cartledge, who is more active on Twitter now, mm -hmm. who's talking a little bit more about refereeing and stuff. Right. But there are no other judges that are actually out and about in social media and accessible to be able to talk to. Herb Dean was on Joe Rogan's podcast once. Once yeah. that was about it. No other ref has done that. I don't know if Mark Goddard's done it. Uh, I don't know if he's done Rogan, um, but no. he's on. Uh, but that he has podcast, his own. Right? Yeah. So, but like. You're not seeing Sal Diamato go to fucking yeah. Joe Rogan or something. Uh -huh. Or, or uh, who's the chick? Adelaide Byrne. Bye-bye. <laughs> you know I mean? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Mm -hmm. um, dude, I, I had a fucking blast. 
the fights are going to start soon, so I'm going to start to bring this thing to a close. Oh, fuck. Is I didn't it, already gone. I know, right? <laughs> Time just fucking like flies like this when you, when, as soon as somebody sits down, good to go. <laughs> we're on here two fucking hours. Man. I know, dude. Holy fuck. I we're didn't even get close. to smoke a joint. <laughs> Don't know what we're doing before we fucking get out of here anyway. Right, <laughs> um, is there anybody you want to give a, a shout out to anything that you want to plug specifically? No, I just came here to sit down and have fun with you, bro. Fuck yeah. <laughs> I love it as simple it's all as about that. You, man. I love it as simple as that. Um, you guys, make sure you guys follow him on Twitter if you don't already. More than likely, I'd say 95% of the people watching this podcast already follow him. But if you don't, give him a follow. He's probably the most, one of the most hardcore current fans out there watching fucking 1FC, 1 and 4 a.m. in the morning. There's nobody like him. I promise you like that. And he's a stoner just like myself. So that, that definitely helps. Um, Follow him on Twitter. Everything's going to be in the description below. Uh, and then be sure to uh, keep his podcast in mind because he's going to be dropping that hopefully in the next couple months or so. All right, Jim, thank you for coming along. Thank you. For You're the fucking man. man. Let's go get baked a little bit more. The first ever podcast <laughs> I've been on, and it's MMA Lock of the Night. Hell yeah. Can you believe that? And you know what? <laughs> it's always 420. Yes, sir. Thanks. We're out of here. <laughs>